Another episode of the Roll Better podcast. I'm here today with Barry Gingell, Matt Doran, Sam Page. Woo, friend, friend of the, of the show, show, Sam Page. Plus, you were John Parrish. I am. Yeah. <laughs> he, is, he is, has been, and forever shall be, unless he changes his name by Depol. <laughs> um, Dan Adams, our uh, lovely fourth member of the team, is not with us today. Because he's um, he's in Japan for another like week, another week and a half. So basically, yeah. there were some bandits attacking a small village <laughs> in Japan, and Dan, for reasons unknown to all of us, was tapped to go and help out. Um, like him and six other dudes. Uh, I don't know how many of the others played Guild Ball. If that was a prerequisite, but I mean, Dan is like isn't he like six four and massive. And oh, dude, he is straight up fighting King Ghidorah, Mothra, <laughs> like whatever that touch snappy tail one's called. Yeah, he absolutely rockets out of his fists, all that shit. I mean. <laughs> I, I would love to know their reaction to him because he's a monster. There's going to be running and screaming. <laughs> and, and Dan's not going to have to react to that. He's going to be freaking out. He's standing there so confused. Eating <laughs> like penis lollies. <laughs> yeah. He went to a penis festival. That yeah, he went to I told him it was on. Yeah, the, 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 penis, the penis festival. I feel like I've missed a lot while I've been in the States. Yeah. Well, he's been giving us updates. And like at one point it was quite funny. He said their hotel was unbeknownst to them in the red light district. Yeah, he, he, he stayed in the hotel like across the street from a brothel. Classic. He Dan. he insists his hotel wasn't a brothel, but we only have his word on that. Mm. It was a brothel. It was definitely a brothel. It's always a brothel. But anyway, Dan's not here, and we have Sam Page, friend of the show, Sam Page. Again, I replaced Dan last time. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you you are off left. Maybe he yes. is Dan. <laughs> what? what you think Maybe Dan's a shapeshifter? Sam yeah, so wearing Dan Dan's suit. Sam can only be here if Dan's not here. Sounds, it's a it's a yeah. dad suit, uh, but you're f- fresh from Disney. Yes, yeah, I got Ooh. off the plane about twelve hours ago. <laughs> and on your way back to Manchester, stopped in in South London. Yes, there's every chance he's going to fall asleep at some point during this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> which would be hilarious. Yeah, oh, it's not going to stop recording. <laughs> we'll we'll, we'll put stuff on him and take pictures, and they'll yeah. go up with the exact podcast. That's why when I landed from Adepticon last week, whenever it was. I played a game of 40k and was falling asleep standing up. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> that tired. So. Oh, I thought you meant because of the game. No, because I was tired. <laughs> yeah, that, I would, that would yeah. actually understand. <laughs> yeah. I've been watch- I've watched a couple of these games and it does seem pretty fucking boring. Well, let's so, Tedious. On to our regular segment. Yeah, I was going to say, so hobby stuff, what have we been doing over the past week, two weeks since we recorded or whatever. I've been playing lots of 40k. I've played hardly any Guild War, really. Mm, I played yeah. the uh, Snake Drive, which we'll go on to later on. Yep. Yeah. Um, but I've mainly been playing 40k, painting 40k. Um, not my models though. <laughs> painting everyone else's. And um, yeah, some good fun. Painting some Dark Eldar. The tower got their codex. Wrecking shit. But as um, Dan's description of it, it's not playing 40k, it's more like Zen gardening. Yeah. <laughs> it's, just a, it's just arranging models in a pleasing pattern and then yeah. making your opponent take all his off. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> That's literally what I do. Yeah. But what have you been up to? Um... So I've only done a few bits. I admit I haven't hobbied too efficiently recently. I've been buying a lot of cars for Gaslands. Uh, <laughs> I bought one on my way here when I stopped at the petrol station. Uh, I've be- I've turned. I-, I bought a van that I've turned into the van of the Rowdy Three from Dirk Gently's Holistic uh, Detective Agency. Hence my shirt today, which says Rowdy. I just understood that reference. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's the Rowdy Three. You should all watch Dirk Gently, by the way. Okay. Uh, it got cancelled, so I'm not going to watch it. Did it? 
Yeah. Point, Motherfucker. Point to note throughout the episode. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> Sam squeaking, by the way. He <laughs> just does that when he's happy. We, we have changed venue for this one. Yeah. And we're currently at my flat. Or name TBD. Yeah. We've got, well, we got, we got suggestions we've got at the suggestions end. You get to vote. And Angel's guinea pigs like to have a bit of an input by the sounds of it. Yeah, there may be some. You just hear some background squeaking. Yeah, that's going to drive me mental. <laughs> it's not the chair. It's not Sam. It's guinea pigs. It's Gandalf. Yeah, yeah. Ga- Gandalf and Charlie. Charlie's the same. Yeah, name. no, Charlie's pretty silent. It's Gandalf. No, you little bastard. Um, but I've also been making a goal for my blacksmiths and making a goal and victory point tokens for my uh, brewers. So hopefully, by vengeance, I'll have a nice goal. And um, twelve drunken villagers as my VP. Tokens. That'll be good. So I'm hoping to make them like a little little display thing. That won't get confusing at all. I can use the dice as no. well, but I just want like twelve drunk blokes around my guy. I, lo- I like it for the art uh, during the best painter nomination. Oh yeah, because like I'm going to have um, Esther's and Quaff, the Oktoberfest editions, no, with no, them as well. That'd be nice. So it'll be like because my goal is like uh, it's some kegs and uh, it's beer kegs and um, metal and uh, barrels, beer bar- barrels as well with um, that. Trady bit from Stave's arm, making it they look like beard coming out, yeah. and there's some little glasses, and then uh, oh, yeah, that's cool. there'll be Esther looking like she's serving, and then drunk people around. Oh, I look forward to it. I think it'll look pretty. So cool. it'll look like a meet up, meet up with the Spartans. It's ba- yeah, we get, exactly. The Spartans it just, it'll basically just look like like just a load of pissheads tailgating the game. <laughs> well, I mean, that's spot on, really. I look forward to that. <laughs> yeah. My hobby. What have I been doing? Well, buying some gasland cars. Obviously. I've actually spent some money on some, which wasn't the plan. But I've got this theme in mind, so I've got to Here spend go. the money. <laughs> um, one of them I had to ship for, for like, as a, it's a car. So all the others like 50p or £2. Yeah. I think this was £18 and I shipped it from Germany. <laughs> <laughs> Just cause I, I've spent maybe 18 quid total on about 20 cars that I've got. Yeah, and I think I spent 15 quid on a lorry. <laughs> that I'm stripping, like, collectibles. You, mean, you don't mean a, a lorry, man, you mean a war rig. Correct. But yeah, these are, I feel bad. Like these people are. It's rare Hot Wheels this edition. I'm like, yeah, okay, I've just ripped it open. I'm now. <laughs> We're gonna hit it with a hammer. It. Yeah. It. It's <laughs> currently sitting in detail, stripping the shit out. Of it. <laughs> I still find it funny that we did that at the toy fair though. Yeah. The look on someone's face. We're like, I'll have that one, that one, that one, that one. He's like, Oh, you get it for a collection? No, I'm gonna open the box and I'm gonna drop them in detail. <laughs> His face is like, <laughs> yeah, it was funny. But the main hobby I've done is. Um, I've got the comedian painting that we mentioned before from Ooh, Green Stuff World. I have a set of those as well. They're nice. So I was using the Martian... Is it Martian Green? Whatever the, like, the Iron Hands one is. And I got a Gorgon Terminator that I undercoated and sprayed metallic black about two years ago and haven't touched it since. Obviously. Hit it with one go of the comedian and... Have you been using airbrush or brush? Oh, airbrush. Yeah, they don't come out very well through the brush. No, well, I can't, you, I can't imagine. We had this discussion on, it, when you were here last yes, time. They're, they're supposed to brush on really well, but I tried it on a couple of small Lord of the Rings figures just to get a feel of it. With a paint like that, like I can imagine that an airbrush would work better because you oh, need yeah, that, definitely like, better. That, yeah. Yeah, that diffusion. It just looks so nice. I painted mm-hmm. just the bits of silver, like lead belts, yeah, and then yeah. got the, the um, Vallejo Chrome, which is just bonkers good yeah. to pick out the details. And it was like, no time at all. Five That's minutes amazing. to base it. I was like, damn, I'm good. <laughs> I'm not. Although that paint was amazing. Damn, this paint's good. It, it shows what, uh, I think, a whole army painted with that paint yeah. will be like tabletop ready in. Second, Boom. Yeah. And it will look really good on the table. Barry could finish an army. I know, it could Jesus. happen. So, yeah, that's really my only hobby. The chameleon paint is, is great. you've done work on your blacksmiths. 
Oh yeah, one well, I actually haven't done any since last time. I think. Oh no. Okay. I got them. No, I didn't. Our other hobby prep is a prepping a shopping list for salute. Oh yes. Yeah. Salute on Saturday. Yeah. I've got a couple of ideas because I've actually started painting. Actually, I forgot. I painted the Iron Circle. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I started on that, and that's going to be my hopeful entry for next year for something for the whole charity. Yeah, yeah. Which will be good. What about you, Sam? I've done sweet buckle <laughs> since the turn of the year. Uh, That's I've, basically so you've done know, sweet buckle since the last time you recorded with us. Yes, <laughs> I think I sprayed some Tyranids in my crag blue. <laughs> I think um, we saw them when we saw you at Warhammer World. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I might, uh, no, I painted okay, three Myotic Spores. I think that's it. Um, that's, just, that's, that's something. He's just, done some hobby. Just, just as I was getting into the hobby mood, it got really cold and I spent most of the evenings up in Manchester huddled under a blanket. <laughs> to be fair, north of the wall it is properly cold. <laughs> so yeah, not, not done a lot of hobby and then I've so I've been at Adepticon and at Disney for the last couple of weeks, so no hobby there either. Yeah. Are we yeah, actually, I want to hear about it. Yeah, it's it's real, real, real Disney. How was Adepticon? Was it cool? Oh it was incredible. It was absolutely incredible. It, it, even taking in the uh Warhound Titan on a Sky Shield landing pad behind a Aegis defence line debacle. <laughs> Did you see that? <laughs> no. No. Uh, in I think, I think it was one of the doubles events someone bought a Warhound Titan with no arms put it on a Sky Shield land pad to get the invon save and just sat it there for the entire game okay. I mean I, I think it's inspirational and then, <laughs> and then put models on the yeah, Warhound's base <laughs> on the base? yeah so see Warhound Titan doesn't come doesn't with a base, base. Oh. so you, you put it on a base to give it stability yeah. and then he'd put a load of like quad launches on on the Warhound's oh, base. I mean, this is this is brilliant. It's, I mean, it's how you make friends, right? It's just right down John Street. Yeah, I like that. I bet you do. But yeah, Adepticon was Adepticon was great fun. Um, how, how did it go for Steamforge at Adepticon? Was it awesome? Yeah, yeah, it, it went really well. Um, Godseer went down. Fantastic. Cool. Did lots and lo- lots and lots of demos. Oh, you're yeah, cool. Well, we'll get on to some Godseer yes. a bit later. Yeah. The next part we'll talk about is the Exiles box. Shitting. And the ones that we've seen and what we think of them, and where they yeah. fit. Can just remind, remind myself. And, yeah. <laughs> and Decimate being an auto-include. <laughs> and Chinese! Yeah. We're pausing, we'll be right back. Oh, yeah. And we're back from the Chinese. Yeah. So, Exiles. So we're all lazy, tired, and sleepy. Sam is very Sam his eyes open. <laughs> That's a heavy lids right there. And Vet Gutter. Yay! Right, off you go. So start, I think, as Matt said, probably better do them in order. Yeah, we do, but the thing is, we don't have to like go through the cards because everyone's seen the cards. Yeah, yeah. everyone's we seen just the cards. Our impressions. I mean, opinions. Because you've played a game of it now. <laughs> yeah, I played one. Yeah. Well, because there's some mixed opinions about their gutter. Some people seem salty that she wasn't more interesting, more techy. Like there wasn't more going on. But overall, I think she's a good contributor. I think she's solid. As, as John said, her and Shank on a team. Oh, part no, of the problem. Um, no, no, I like her. Alongside boiler, two anatomical models. Yeah. With Ox being able to throw mm-hmm. out, get rid of an armor. Well, on the legendary yeah. turn, Blacksmith and Masons weep. Yeah. Point of order: We played a game before recording, and Ox was walking in, and what is it? We ain't, they ain't tough. Mm-hmm. So I took a point of armor off my blacksmiths. Then she's coming in, so I've got no armor. So, oh, what you're a two o? Sure, I'll just let me just watch this rap for a minute. Yeah, yeah, it was fruity. Gutter is a very solid player, and I think once she's released, people will start to see. Actually, how good she is. Yeah. Yeah. Like on paper, she she doesn't wow you, but that's not her role. I don't think Butcher's needed another wow no, character. Like no, in terms of my wow, okay, cool. So mom two on three. 
Yeah. That doesn't sound great, but then you remember that she's anatomical. And, and that that's technically Mom 3, because if you're playing her with the best captain. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I like everyone else is saying about the grapple hook that then, yeah, there's a couple of bits. You said something earlier on that I didn't, I didn't think of, which yeah. I like the idea of. Pretty sure I stole that from Strictly the Worst. Hashtag to say. Oh, fine. If it's the counter-attack thing, I also mention this to you. Yeah. Myself. Oh, well, well, ba- uh, well basically, but yeah, she's got... Um, she's she's got, got resolute. She's got resolute. So you get charged, yeah. you declare the counter-attack. If they don't want to, slash can't knock you down, your counter-attack is jog out of their melee zone, and then... Or, or if they don't knock you down on the attack, and then you do the, you do the counter-attack, yeah. leave their melee zone, they, they get a party blow, but then they knock you down outside of their melee zone. So Either that, way, you're out of the. Yeah, it means whatever influence. they do. A lot of people will, will knock you down with their first attack anyway. But it means that you have to. Yeah. You have no choice but to knock her down because she's attack five anatomical, so attack seven on the counter attack. Mm-hmm. She's probably hit. Was it on three? Yeah, three successes. It is one OPT. So, but but how often are you going to use that actively? No, I agree. I don't think you use it much as a character play without paying for it. I think it's defensive tech. Mm. I think there will be a time no, when I it's like, perfect. Ooh. Like you suddenly you score a goal where you were out of range before. Mm. Like that. Yeah, I like the idea of like picking up the ball on someone. You've set someone up in the middle of the board to yeah. kind of be like that two. Or the you know when you've you've got the not dream scenario, but I mean I play games and there's always someone knocked down in the middle of the pitch somewhere. She <laughs> charges that person at the edge of two and then grapples to the next person someone directly towards. Yeah, yeah, oh, but if they so charge sorry, the first yeah, person, yeah, yeah grapple the next. charge the two O model and then yeah. grapple the further the Spider-Man, one. your way to a goal. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I think it's cool. Yeah, I think it's fruity. I really like her. I think it's very strong. Mm. And fan fan favorite was a nice one as well. Yeah, mm. you actually that, you got your the, extra the additional MP that? just means that in my mind that she's lost the life drinker. So after I've done my four attacks to kill you, I'll just heal that four. Yeah, good point. Anyway. That's a good point. I mean, it, the problem she's got is. The other two players we're going to talk about just seem so interesting and have so much going on mm. that it's yeah. easy for her to be in the shade. But I, you know, under rocks today, she was getting work. She's done. a six eight two inch reach model, as in six eight move. So that already is great for butchers because it's it's more speed and another two inch reach. Mm. Two, she she two, hurt me. Two inch anatomical reach. Yeah, bring it home. That sounds really yeah. Yeah, but I had a two inch anatomical. Only another, there was another exile with two inch channels. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that'd be, yeah, but that'd be silly. Like, yeah, you know. especially like? especially if she had a playbook that was shorter than her tap. Mm. Like, if she was a brewer or something. I mean, yes, is she vet destiny? No, but she's a good is solid she, player. Is she in the team that required vet decimate? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, if the butchers had access to vet decimate's playbook, or just vet decimate? Well, yeah, yeah, but. Decimate, yeah. I mean, I, I think that's pretty much confidence to come. Yeah, what can you say? Well, everyone, she, well, every, everyone is moaning yeah. because she isn't as good as the rest of them. I think that is because if she was as good as the rest of them, she would be broken in butchers. I think that's probably. I, I, I would say she is as good as the rest, just in a, in her own special way. Yeah, like she she doesn't look interesting, but you have once you've buffed her up. Yeah, she'll do she'll do more damage. Complicated doesn't mean decimate. Better. Yes, yeah, exactly. De- decimate minks and well, decimate minks have lots of cool new things going for them because sorry they obviously had new ideas whereas Gutter seems like they liked what Gutter did yeah well, they yeah. just needed to make her a butcher the, the other thing I thought of when they were trying to implement Gutter in what could you actively have had 
that everyone knew Gutter from. Yeah. It didn't break when it went into the butchers. Yeah. She couldn't have kept Scything Blow. Kind of two Scything Blows in Gitwood and one of the two inch. Well, a two inch melee Scything Blow would, would have just been insane for the butchers mm-hmm. to actually actively have that's within Guild. Because obviously yeah. they can have normal Gutter. But you get but then, the odour. Then everything else just Tooled up. Into one. The whole show. Tooled up, the odour, the legendary. All all that. That. Butchery. Seven, seven, seven. Exactly. <laughs> actually, butchery might be friendly but, model rather than friendly Guild. Mm-hmm. But I'm just thinking Butchery's actually friendly model. He's doing his usual tangent. Oh, sorry. um, (laughs) But basically, being around Ox and being able to have the flexibility that you don't have Mm -hmm. to be in that tight-knit four, I think it's massive. She's definitely better in Ox than Philip. I I think she works in Philip because she's got the speed to keep up with Philip herself and Meat Hook, who works well in in Philip. So you've got between... Uh, Shank, Meat Hook, Philip and uh, Gutter, or Vet Gutter, sorry. Mm -hmm. You've got... Well, Shanks are at five eight, but everyone else they're at six eight plus. Mm. You've got a lot of fast models there with decent kicks. You can play a really nice two two game with that team. Mm. Three six kick. Her tackle is momentous, but it's on the four, so it's higher up than it's, most butchers. She, 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 she ain't hitting that on the tackle. She, she ain't hitting the tackle when you need someone to hit the tackle. Is my opinion. Mm. On that. Yeah, mm. she's not the one you go for. I'm just purely I, for looking. Yeah. I, I wouldn't play her with Philip just because why with. Fillet team, she tends to be so low on influence, and she wants four every turn. Exactly. And then Fillet wants her six. And Fillet wants six, and that so leaves you've got you three? three. It's two or three, depending on yeah, your you play. So you play Meat Hook. <laughs> meat Hook for one to tool up Fillet. Yeah. And then <laughs> if you play Boar, he gets one. But then you probably want one. a couple on Meat Hook to go in and do the one damage hook, yeah, bleed, hook to bleed. Yeah. Shenanigans. I think it's actually tough on a Fillet team to give her the influence she needs to mm-hmm. get shit done. Yeah. Plus, I just prefer playing Ox anyway. The fucking the, the buff. I mean, I had the most fun. The, I mean, the turns that Ox had a lot, you pushed him out anyway. Yeah. But I do like the turns that Ox doesn't have much and just basically repositions repositions himself as a little beacon of auras that win. What was that? When, yeah, that was awful when you went in. She was doing mom ridiculous. Oh, a gutter. Yeah, I think so. No, it wasn't gutter. That oh, was not. That was that was that boiler. Was, oh, that was boiler. But gutter boiler was still and me. Okay. Gutter was still doing work. Yeah. Gutter just gives you that threat of being able to get there. If you leave that one character out on its own, Gutter doesn't mind standing at two inches of pretty much anyone that is going to be on the wings, if that makes sense. There's those, yeah. there's those models you throw in the centre that you're going, well, hold on, 14 hitboxes, 4-1, that's not going to be good. But like the models that are running down the sides, that maybe the strikers, if you throw Gutter into them and you're trying to hit the... You're just momentous farming off of them. Well, that's what I mean by do it. You know what I mean? That's what I mean by that's the the role that traditionally like Shank is probably quite he's quite good on the wing for chasing down anyone who's damaged, trying to get away. Hey, so Shank. That, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but him and Meat Hook, uh, Meat Hook, sorry, him and Vet Gutter now both do that job quite nicely. So yeah, I agree. Cool. Don't yawn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you're making it all asleep. <laughs> yeah, my apologies. So decimate. Let's yeah, go I mean, to, yeah, let's go after, to the best one. Most important one. After Gutter, we move on to the auto include Broken Decimate. So Decimate the push. She's so good. I don't, uh, yeah, she, uh, to me, uh, she uh, is what uh, I would uh, term an auto-include. If I was writing a list of things that I wanted... <laughs> it's pretty hard. It's season one decimate, but with pushes. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, when we were discussing what we wanted, I said, can we just take all her dodges, flip them the other way around, and just leave her? <laughs> and she's like that, but more. Oh no, they gave you that and then they caked it off by giving you a fucking momentous knockdown stagger. The result. The result. Sam, so Sam has described to me as the yes. result. I agree. It's, it's the result. Really I'm, I'm, as the result. I'm sorry, the result that statistically gets hit against 4 1 models. On the charge, yeah. <laughs> so it's so I'm sorry, so you don't have any momentum there. Yeah. You're 2 0, get on the floor! <laughs> you're knocked down and staggered. 
What? Two oh, three damage push, three damage push. It's just Phil. The the her nonsense... counter attacks are brilliant. Her ability to disengage is brilliant. Her ability to score is brilliant. I, she's just so She can good. get people off the edge of the pitch. From, is it eight inches reliably, isn't it? It's always there within eight inches of the pitch. They're off. Yeah. Uh, at the edge of the pitch, they're off. If they're at 7.9, then... Because you get double pushes. Because yeah. you double push, double dodge. Double push, double dodge. Double dodge. Yeah. Just, she's got, like, weird pseudo-super knockback. Yeah, so good. Mm. Or also, pseudo-massive threat range on goal. Yeah. Acrobatic on anyone who's powerful. So I've played her a couple of times now. I played her on the tapper and the hilarity of getting someone crowded out once or twice under a commanding aura and throwing her in and wrapping to the mom four push twice to doing eight damage with each influence for two momentum is just fucking hilarious. <laughs> I just found the command like the funniest bit was the decimate charges, knock down, stagger someone, pushes them into the commanding aura that sets up Spigot standing there going, well, you're fucking dead. <laughs> and then while decimate then engages someone else because I've got a two-inch melee and they've not, and I'm anatomical, so then I might as well just twat you some more. And then it's only three successes for the momentous knockdown. Yep. So you're on the floor. Statistically, you just get that <laughs> against just, most people. You're just, you're just, yeah, it's just the, filth. I also love the acrobatic. The number of times it's coming mm. useful, just have that little reposition to get her into the right place. Because obviously, Brewers, yeah. where are our native dodges? We've got, we've got Shadow Like on two players. We've got dodges on um, Pine Pot. Are there any more? Oh, Lucky's got uh, raised the stakes. <laughs> I think those are the only dodges in Guild. Am I wrong? I'm not 100% yeah, sure. I think but about right. When we were talking, people asked a question a couple of episodes ago. It was like, what do the Brewers need? And it was we, we sort of answered with, maybe they need their exile. Uh, yeah, that's what we said. And interest. it's going to be interesting to see how many more people pick Brewers back up, mm. how many like top players start playing them, and what they can do with her. Well, I mean, I, like I said, I'm, after seeing her, I'm now like, yeah, well, okay, I'm probably playing Bruce. I'm, lo- I'm loving the out. idea that um, Steve Easton, though, he's been starting playing them for a while now. He can be like, I was in there before Decimate. I was in there before Decimate. Oh, I was always in the glory days. By about two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got, I, I think all but three to six of my competitive games at Guildhall are Brewers. So I've, at least I can say I was playing them before they had met Decimate. <laughs> I can't say I was playing them and doing exceptionally well. I'm an incredibly average to slightly below average player, but I, I might I might scrape going positive in my tournaments now. <laughs> Three for two over five five rounds or whatever. That's it's also that model though that really punishes if someone does something wrong. So whereas yeah. like yeah. gutter, not really if someone does something wrong, it's just the damage that comes through. It's just that thing that does it. To be able to push anyone eight is fucking naughty. Yeah. So you accidentally leave someone somewhere and it's like, like, like someone what? scores and stays by the goal. Ho <laughs> <laughs> you have earned my You've friend. also never double wrapped into, uh, is it release the Kraken? Yeah. With, uh, with Kraken, that's, that's good fun. <laughs> I did 12, the ha- 12 inch push yeah. six damage. Mm-hmm. I did the double house out off the field once on a compound. I've been double house out by giving Yeah. Yeah. I mean, all of the, all of the wraps into the double things like that, but I mean, that's like the yeah. that's the scenario of oh I did this charge and didn't miss anything. This is Decimate walking in and going. <laughs> I on average do this to five O models. The tackle push right? on three is brilliant. No, yeah. but ignore the tackle. Like I'm saying, what it's statistically you should hit uh, one third of your results. Yeah. So against a five O model, statistically you should push oh. them eight inches, which is. Horrendous. Yeah, she. So, you're like, oh, that's a really nice striker that you set up to be near, near, maybe near. No, no, they're on the quick, no, they're on the quick no, round, ready no, to, to come in no. for the goal. Get off the field. 
Or not, I wouldn't like, I mean, you have a really slow team. You have a really slow Brewers team. So therefore, it's really, really useful to be able to push someone into mm. the middle of your brawl. Yeah, absolutely. So, oh, that's, that's nice. You left your captain just that little bit far forward. Oh, I will sorry. double push you to my side of the board. Double push you to my side of the board. Yeah. Mm. Double push you again to my side of the board. Just bring people in. Have you met my friend Apple? Like, <laughs> <laughs> P.S. You're dead. Like, <laughs> there's. I mean, I just to say, I am looking at her goal for it as well, just because of the way we play. Yeah. You know. Sh- She's getting you a goal. I used her to get a goal against John my first game with her. Mm. She didn't score first time. Oh, I, I then screwed up the yeah. whole game and fucking killed the cat by walking it through a minefield that I forgot was there three times. But it was beautiful. It was stupid. Um, but yeah, she, she's got amazing goal for it. And I played her the well, other day with Esther's. Obviously, I'm a primarily a tapper player. Played her with Esther's, who I normally don't get on with. And I actually played a, quite a good game. I was... Hmm. All right, it was against Dyson who was using his alchemist, which he's not as familiar with. That's not talking bad. That's not putting Dyson down, by the way. It's him putting his, putting his experience down with uh, alchemists. I don't, uh-huh. want, I don't want him to think I'm bad mouthing him on the podcast. That's my job. Um, but like, <laughs> just, she was just throwing out templates to block charge lanes or slow down vet cat and stuff like that. And um, yeah, throwing out buffs onto decimate. Just like, oh, get faster or do more damage. Oh, when you put plus two move on decimate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I can't wait for it. The legendary turn where you go get faster, do more damage, and get be a four <laughs> one with tough hide now, and then just launch her at something. It was we didn't really talk about it, but you touched on it. The, the tackle push, the tackle push is so powerful. It's amazing on a two inch model. Yeah, there is uh, unless you're unless you're Thresher or. Um, <laughs> half on the legendary or uh, mallet there is no counter attack on a mallet can't he's only on his activation it, but it's, right. it's absolutely bonkers <laughs> I love a tackle push she's going to be amazing Myself. she makes me want to brew and yeah. I've only played two games of brewers and that was when you and I were playing oh and I, I Delib- beat you really badly yeah them, we yeah. Would just switched our guilds deliberately that was when I, pl- I played Midas Alchemist in oh, it's stink, but, then, yeah. but then that matchup is so one sided anyway and, it's, and if you've only just learned the guilds it's so much easier to beat brewers with alchemists yeah I didn't know what the fuck I was doing yeah. but if I'd had her I reckon things would have been different she's do you? so good do you she, now she's so, I do she, is it a rematch yeah rematch I was uh, at the playtest day we did for these guys oh yeah um, and she, she didn't change much from, from then. Oh, really? Yeah. I got to use her there. It was quite good fun. Yeah, we played... I mean, I've watched a couple of games it played, which was very interesting. But like I say, when you can charge something and fucking knock down Staggerman. I absolutely love The out of position models then get absolutely done. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think it's the... What they... The, the key they needed to open up everything to be very competitive. Yes. What I would say, though, is that a lot of people are saying, oh, you know, she's so broken. She's... She's only amazing on the offense. On the defense, yes, she's got some fantastic counter But once you put her on the floor against any dedicated damage dealer, even with a tough eye, she'll go down really quickly. Yeah, but that's true. Of, floor. Isn't that true of anyone? Yeah. Yes, but what I'm just saying is that because she's a 3 1 going down to a 2 1 with 14 boxes, even though she's tough hide, she will go down quite quickly. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, I, I agree, but I do think that's true of. Yeah, probably. Anyway. I'm just, maybe I'm just trying to freaking justify my position. Trying to find a weakness. Yeah. She has none. She's amazing. She's she's mate, like just that fucking... guy from Jumanji. Oh, <laughs> Van, Van, Dr. Bra- Van... Dr. Bravestone. Oh, okay. I watched it on the. On the oh, is that the new one? one? Love no one. the Rock. Yeah, I haven't seen it. it I haven't seen it. It, it has all his strength. He has like all the strengths and weaknesses. None. That's what decimate is. Small. Yeah. <laughs> well, what is the next question? Does Mint have any weaknesses? Yeah, she's, she's a hunter. She's pretty. Diff- <laughs> she's a hunter. He's pretty difficult she's to interact great. effectively with. She's mm. great. I mean, 
she sacrificed her furious to effectively make other people semi more efficient vindictive mm. yeah so she's just another way to dial up the influence effectiveness the influence efficiency of the hunters oh she's and got she's got the standard hunters heroic now yeah. yeah but that's what I'm thinking that three that's... ways to put blessings it, like although I've heard a, a few people saying that maybe you can drop her one because you're now bringing her I would still want both of them personally but I'm not a hunter's player obviously so yeah, I don't know what the fuck um, I'm talking about I think it's when you you bring her and you drop the bear and all of a sudden your team starts becoming really unpredictable <laughs> yes so basically influence doesn't mean anything because all of a sudden a blessing gets thrown across the board and then this happens and then yeah. bing 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 and everything's floating across Zerola's just midnight I was going to say it's another reason to actually have Zerola in the team as well because yeah. when you get your free midnight offering suddenly she's pretty decent but yeah imagine when you're you know they're in her aura they both there's two models say they are both in her melee they both get singled out and it's like you've got one model to go into that one and one like Theron goes there Jacob goes there or something it's just like oh just it's blend awful. both of them yeah I suppose it's when you uh, boombox uh, some poor Model through all three jawbone traps. <laughs> yeah, Perkins <laughs> said he'd seen it done once. Was it you who did it? Or no, it done no, two no, 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 it wasn't me. He said it. I still, it I still like once. my idea of the, <laughs> the, the bear. bear. Yeah. So the bear looks at someone and just goes, "Boo!" <laughs> and then he jumps back into three traps, takes six damage. The bear just kind of smiles, charges someone else, bear hugs them. I, I don't think it's that easy to actually put down three traps no, it's because not. of like. No, no, no it's, it is relatively easy to, to set up. Depending on if you have a couple of crowd outs, you, uh, you can only put down lower one trap. You can only put one, down one trap a turn. Yeah, it has the trait. But you can put them down from your playbook. But I don't think, down from the, I don't from think the that's playbook. the result you're going to be selecting. No, but it would be funny. Hmm. Everyone will do it at least once. The, all, yeah. What I would say is, oh, trust me, my first hunter's game, I'm going to be trying like, to set up my bare raw kill. Yeah. <laughs> if she's got oh. four, she's going in, either doing like eight damage or doing some dodges to if she wants to reposition. Then she's dropping a trap and then she's using blessings on herself to net getting three momentum and having Mark for Death up. Mm. Yeah. I mean, you just just instantly off the bat, you go, one, one, two, one, two. And a two-inch melee model, thank you very much. Yeah. Then you go, well, she can run nine with a two-inch melee. <laughs> thank you very much. Dodge on one. <laughs> and then you go, well, four, one, quite easily up to a five, one. Ah, oh, and five, one, I vaguely remember what Midas was like under five, one. Don't get me <laughs> And yeah, it, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. brilliant. Minus hasn't changed. Oh, Minus hasn't changed. He's his card has literally completely. Well, it's not his, completely. His, he still plays exactly the same way. As Barry doesn't. Si Barry can't play in the same way. As season two Midas. I don't know what season two Midas did. Please, I don't want to cry. Season um, two Midas. You can't say losing super shot and light footed <laughs> and uh, what was the other thing that changed? The, the, the heroic. The heroic change. You can't say all three of those changes are pretty major. I don't even care too much. much. One where he could take scything blood. Was that was your true? Could in season two, I think. Yeah, so your true replication, mm. and he could take plus one oh. damage. The one after season two. Season right? three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the one we're in now. Well, no, there was, a, there was yeah, a there was a, there, yeah, there was an errata. <laughs> but back to me. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I was going to say, it doesn't change from season two. I was like, I distinctly remember taking all of my toys off <laughs> <laughs> to a one inch melee siding blow. <laughs> one, two. <laughs> or you're taking Midas, I'm not taking Gutter. <laughs> or Fang Tooth. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I love the tackle on two. Yes, it's not momentous, but I don't care. Tackle on two, tack five on the charge yeah. on a two inch melee model. Loving it. I just love. That she can kind of do many things for you. 
She's mm. a, no, a nice Swiss army piece in the Hunters. She's a goal threat. She's setting up other people for the kills. Yeah. She can do decent damage herself if you want to finish someone off. Mm. Momentous results up the book. Nice. Into, yeah. into the wrong teams, she suffers massively. Mm-hmm. Anyone that can get around that 5-1 where they turn around and go, cool, I walk towards you, take the damage, I heal myself back up to full. Yeah. Like, they have to be on five damage yes. before she's a big, big threat. Or have when, taken one. and the, No, sorry, yeah. No, no, they have five. five. They've, they've, or, they, or have taken three and then they walk into the trap and go up to five. Sure. I like my way of making sure that it's still damaged. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, just be on five. Like, that's why I like the um, synergy of Minx and Egret because the turn that yeah. Egret goes before, that you flurry someone... So you hit them with the flurry, two mm-hmm. damage, and then the poison sticks for four. As long as Minx then goes in and just uh, engages like two or three people, and then just goes two, two, two. They've all taken six, and then you put a trap down for good measure, and you go cool. Now everyone's charging here. Yeah. Everything's gonna be fucking cheap, and you can't hit up past that. And I'm a five one. Yeah. You're gonna have trouble. Yeah. And then that's fine. And then you've got Jaycar sitting up like fucking carbon mm-hmm. ready to go. You've got Theron ready to go, and that. Because the average, the average results for attack five one, which is the average tag against the five one, is one result. Isn't it? It's about it's about one. Uh, attack five against a five one. Yeah. No, you're on the lower end. Is it on, yeah, yeah, yeah. lower on the lower end? You, you will get a five. I don't hit four yes. ones. I don't fucking five ones. Yeah, but you can't roll dust. Fuck off. Correct. So <laughs> what's the lower fuck off, Barry? Because it's a skill. What well, one one net hit would be just above average. Okay. On I don't know what average is. I don't roll yeah. average. No, you roll above average. <laughs> I'm <laughs> charging. I'll put up commanding aura and wrap to the knockdown. Why would I? Why would I roll average when I can roll above average? It just doesn't seem. It seems like a no brainer to me. But yeah. Otherwise. I think she's great. I think if I was a solid Hunters player, I'd be excited. I'd be, I'm going to be terrified yeah. playing against the Hunters players that know what's going on. Yes. Like, in other words, those, and give an extra blessing to someone that's basically giving someone an extra character play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, in my opinion, is fucking naughty. Mm. I mean, I like the fact momentum, though. Hmm? Cost them a momentum. It does yeah. cost them a momentum, but then I think this is where game plans help them out even more. Hey, because I mean, as long as they, you, as long as you're playing against the team... You don't have to try and win a momentum race if you know what cards you have. Yeah. So there's a lot more of like a playing, mm-hmm. playing to. I don't have to win the momentum race, but I've got to be close to you. Almost like you have a game plan. Because <gasps> <Whoa. gasps> the name and everything. We get like a big surgeon put in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she, she walks in. She does momentous two four times. Uses her own heroic to pop. Uh, mark for death. Yeah. I'll Helping everyone else. So good. But the other thing, she could you could just give her one or two, walk in, twat someone for a two, yeah, or a dodge, and then just use that momentum to put on Mark for Death yeah. and put a trap down, and that's a really efficient one influence activation. Yeah, it's not quite on like the the fucking uh, ratchet level, but it's a pretty yeah. good one influence activation. Yeah, because I mean, in that team, it's going to be tough to give her <laughs> four. I think is the honest truth. Mm. Yeah, well, maybe, but that's I, I really think... playing with ten influence, really. <laughs> That's well, what I mean. Giving her four and then giving Theron his six, and you've probably got two left if you're not playing the bear. That's not easy. I like her having. I like when I my my thoughts on playing her is that she sits there with the two. Yeah, she charges. That's what I think. Does and then what do you? What do I want to hit off the charge? A momentous result. Cool. Where is that one? Cool. Be a six. Oh, I don't give a fuck. Like, yeah, I, I would, just I just want a momentous dodge. I would say to you don't, even, you to you don't even charge with that. I would say you walk in and hit someone for two momentum, and then now on one when you use blessing. Yes, right. but either way I think with even with two influence she can do a lot yeah great oh, great. so <coughs> these exiles are good I think we're excited yes I mean mm. my I don't have one from, from my team but no I don't 
my, gonna, all of my teams lost. Should have worked yeah. harder, shouldn't you? Both you. But well, when I was sitting on the spreadsheet and putting all the numbers. Yeah, fair enough. Actually, Steam Comp was what swung it, wasn't it? For the butchers, at least. Uh, the fish had a nine-point uh, swing going into Steam Comp. And butchers ended up four percent ahead. <laughs> Steam gone. Anyone who'd already like basically anyone who was convinced their team had already won the one they wanted was just going reporting for butchers. Just going. Yeah. Well, the the Harriet one was close, wasn't it? Yeah, that I was the Harriet close. one was the closest one. It was like swinging both ways through the whole thing, wasn't it? Mm. It was very. I was no reporting one. my games for engineers, even though I was playing alchemists. Because I like to. Did you like the model? Don't worry, we thank you for it. You're welcome. When we get a really really nice Harry, you can be even more annoyed. Yeah, sure. The decimate one was definitely the most. I think it was the most one-sided. It was like sixty-six percent. Yeah, yeah. In favour of the brewers, obviously. Well, the hundred one was the most one-sided because like people <laughs> said, "I'm having that one." Yeah. <laughs> but here's a hemlock. Yeah. Which are we going to see her this week? I think next Perkins week? said on the he tweets generally which mm. one's coming. I think he said hemlock next. I don't know. Can't remember. It'll be a surprise. <laughs> Yeah. I was going to say it's either, it's either Hemlock Honor or uh, Harrier we know it's one of those three it's an H I bet they leave Honor to last the farmer that everyone wants to know <laughs> yeah well because oh, she, she was the one designed at Steam Club. yeah so it's special she might be yeah. the last one yeah that'll be like a Brucey bonus I want to see Harriet the most well, I know he does yeah. yeah give me Harriet tomorrow two inch melee some nutcase character plays for, for hoist to copy <laughs> Tack six gun yeah, she gets, she gets what's her Mercury's one? Is that fire, Flame Blast or something like that? Oh, pl- oh fucking please. Yeah. Just <laughs> but, like flame Burst. More silliness. Ultimately, we can say that this box is, box is A, beautiful in terms of cover art. A, beautiful. The cover uh, art by Doug Telford. Doug Telford. Well played, Doug Telford. New hero of the show. Loving your work. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, models, brilliant. Well played, Russ. Yeah. And, and team. Yeah, it's, and it's not just rust sculpts or anything. Like yeah, because forgive me, he's, yeah. he's got un- he's got like underlings now. He's got yeah. he's got minions. There's, there's, I mean, they probably won't resent us for calling yeah. that. Who else? Who he has are, a team. Yeah, he has a team, and they are producing yeah. outstanding models. Yeah, and, and then, then we, we, I can. I know Rodri was sculpted on one of his team. I think mm. it was, which I think is a really cool model. And, and the, yeah. the three cards we've seen, we're kind of loving those as well. Absolutely. So this is just an absolutely brilliant release. Excited. I want. I want to see the rest. The one thing I want to know is. Because they released the Friday of Vengeance, can we play them unpainted at Vengeance? Because no. obviously they, you don't like reckon. Well, the OPDs, they say it has to be painted. It's To's discretion. And they did make the exception to the farmers last year. At Vengeance, the, uh, no, that's was no, Grace, Grace and Benedict. Grace and Benedict. Yeah, it was Grace and Benedict. Oh, farmers were out at that point, and then Grace and Benedict were the ones you allowed unpainted. The farmers didn't come out before they were out. Uh, the farmers September, were, October. They allowed unpainted farmers and blacksmiths at Worlds. Oh, I know they allowed. It was Grace and Benny, but Grace and Benny was a uh, a pre-release event because Mm. they released a couple of months. That was a month, a month or so before they were actually released. Yeah, at Vengeance. Whereas these ones, the release date is the Friday. I can't claim to speak for Jay, but I'd imagine he'll want them painted. Fair enough. Well, then that's just going to be pick them up Friday. Hold of one. It's going to be an Element Games all over again. Well, I've pre-ordered, so I could go up there and if we get there early enough, go in there on Friday. Pick them up, paint it up on the evening before I get shit faced. If, if, you, if you lend me your butchers, I might get veteran gutter painted. Ooh! If I lend you my butchers, could you also paint a veteran decimate for me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
you give me your butchers. I'm not giving. <laughs> He's tried this before. He's tried this before. He was just like, "What would I have to give you so that you would give me your butchers?" And it's I really don't want to assemble the butchers. My, my, my answer is always like, "Give me the ne- like the next mining guild that I don't even know about yet. Just give me a box of it. I know there won't even be in production, but just give me a box of it somehow." <laughs> doesn't work like that apparently. No. Funny enough. Yeah. yeah. Give me something that doesn't exist. Um, I can't. Okay, fine. No butchers for you. I, I can give you my awakeness. You I don't know if you can, though. Captain Snooze. So what's next, John? Next on the list, we have um, Baz's birthday bonanza snake drop. Wait, wait, wait. Yay, yes. So it's my birthday. I wasn't invited to this. I'm really disappointed. I'm terribly you sorry. You were in, the you were in America. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, if, uh, I think your invite is still on its way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> going to so, get to America just in time. Okay. You left. It was my birthday, and I said to John, could we do a mini Guildhall event and John very kindly organised a snake draft because oh. it was going to be potentially a rat catcher launch event but we did one the week we before we did one the week before yeah Dan yeah. organised we before. were very keen as pundits in the Sammy Spartans and decided we were going to get multiple packs for everything and then we, we worked out that it was very very tough to run two events back to back because nobody wanted to do two well we, we should say that we did do the rat catchers one and the, the bonkers rules that come in the pack were brilliant yeah, it was really, really, about it was really I didn't get a chance to, to play in that one, but it looked no, fun. It, it was really fun. Like, scoring, a, like, it seemed to be everyone put one, a, a, a um, sewer marker, pretty much four inches from the goal. <laughs> that seemed to be how everyone the, was the playing The tapping it. marker. Yeah, so yeah. it was like, I went, right, Bolt does all his jank, scores, moves straight to the sewer marker, teleports back to my goal. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm absolutely fine. <laughs> and it, it worked a treat. But no, that was really fun playing that rat catcher. But then, yeah. John it looked like a really fun event. It was. And um, yeah, the I'd never actually played in a snake draft before. Right. Oh, neither have I. It was, or had I, rather. It was bonkers. Now, the way it worked out is there actually, we had seven people. So John and I teamed up. <laughs> teamed up is kind of an You may have got in each other's way. <laughs> no, we did good. Oh, were you actually, yeah? And our plan was to just play the jankiest shit that was possible. That doesn't sound like John at all. No, no exactly. And I was trying to make him tilt, but he was just on board with it. It was fine. <laughs> but it was really good. Yeah, we had to, we had we had our bands at the start and everything, and then I think who was better? I think I, I know that uh, I think both Mason's captains were banned. Yeah, both Mason's captains. Yeah, I got on, rid of Shark Vet Rage. Was banned. Honor was banned. Hammer was banned. Vet Rage was banned. Uh, captain did you use Tapper? No, Range, I, I Range was banned. Really? I used Obulus with Vitriol and Alloy as my strikers and then I was just like, every time I had the chance I was just like stealing the ball off people and passing it to one of them dodging them four inches and then no one could stop them from scoring so it was, so my first pick was Vet Decimate yeah so mm. I had her on the pitch because this was the weekend after we'd had her released yeah and I was really annoyed because I picked I had the pick before Barry and I picked Millstone because I didn't want anyone else to get the option to take Millstone but I didn't really have a plan for how I was going to use her <laughs> and his first pick was Vet Decimate and I got so annoyed with myself so I've, u- I've used oh. her, but in a snake draft, which doesn't really feel... Yeah. She was even charging better. momentous knockdown, staggering fucking everything. It was brilliant. Yeah, and then, and then trying to... And then working out our plan after that. So we I'm charging! <laughs> momentous knockdown, stagger. Now we know how we start. Yes. Oh, fuck. Well, we had Siren. So we were trying to like charge Siren into people to then seduce <laughs> off of the person that was knocked down, staggering, <laughs> to get the ball. So then dodge through three players... <laughs> to be just like engaged by two people next to the goal, it was just bonkers. Was Rick's brilliant. team was the most terrifying. He, his was the team that I wanted to do. Yeah. So he took uh, Ox first, and he was the last pick, so he double picked. Yeah. So he took Ox and Vet Catalyst. 
And it was just like, oh, that's it was horrible. Ox, vet, cat, scourge. Uh, Ox, vet, cat, scourge. He just took all the damage stims, basically. Uh, I think he took Spigger. Yeah, for the tool up. What was it? No, he took Spigger and O'Graves. So we had two sources of tool up in the guild, yeah, as well as a source of flawed for all the knockdowns you could get. That's it. And... Um, yeah, another way to uh, way to power bleed, which is another condition for I think cat. at one point there was something stupid. And then he took the turtle was his mascot yeah. for for just for That's more exactly. ways to get extra attack and shit. Because I think it was like more mate on three for vet catalyst. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was, when when he pulled off the perfect storm, it, like people just got deleted without even trying. It was funny, but if anyone like hasn't done a snake draft, honestly, I'd really say give it a go. Like, yes, it's oh. not like. Going on long shanks and stuff, but it's, it's a just lot insane. Yeah. But if you if you want to play a really fun version of Guild Ball, just do it. And I think it doing that as well really took, in my opinion, the competitive edge away. In the sense yeah. that you like John and I played a game before we recorded. Yes, it was super friendly, but you're still like, oh, I kind of want to win. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. There's, there's that element. But with the snake draft, it was nothing but. Fun. I was just trying to do bonkers shit. Like when, when when you've got those interactions that you just can't do in any other way. Yeah. Just playing, just like okay, what's the silliest crap we can pull off? Oh, like, I still remember one of our best charges was Siren had to charge past someone to the extent of their two inch. Yeah. To hit the lure, to pass the ball, to dodge four, yeah. to then pass to a snapshot. That was our plan. Yeah. So normally you look at that and go, hmm, when the stars align, I can do this. We were going, fuck it, now. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. It's like, fuck it, now. Roll the dice, sorry, roll the dice. More than that, I loved how you won your final game against Rick. Oh, yeah. Which was, was that, it was, it was a one dice. Was, um, yeah. It was dice, dice. We played Rick first game. Oh, well, then it was your first game then. Oh, it, was right. it was how you won your game oh, against well, Yeah, Rick. we'd already Sorry, stopped, your, so. game was t- your game took so long that we'd all played our game and yeah. had been finished for some time. But it was, it was a... Seduced a one dice seduced. That was it. Onto scourge. That's right. To no, onto it... vet cat. No, no, it, it was onto on scourge. scourge. It was onto scourge. So needing a three on one dice. Yeah. So that you could then make an attack against vet cat. Yeah. You had to get all Who successes. Disease. Yeah. And then it's I had to bonus time the attack. Yeah. Wrap. Yeah. No, you didn't. You had to hit the top end of the playbook. <laughs> but because he's a two one, you had to hit all successes to hit the top end of the playbook to take him out and get the Which win. Which we did. Yeah. Like, like ballers. I but mean, it was like five. Yeah, yeah it's not that Simon was crowded out by yeah. three people, and if we didn't get that, was going to die. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I, I really, honestly recommend it, guys. Play it in your clubs. Yeah, play fun. it in your stores for you Americans. It's it, it's it's something that uh, unfortunately I haven't had a chance to play yet because whenever we're, there's one, we're usually running it. Yeah, of yeah. course. It's usually a tournament. Because that, I mean, not like we've said before about having all the models. That was quite helpful, having yeah. all the models. I was able to bring down a box with half of them broken, but I was able yeah. to be able to provide Lots a lot of, of models space. for a lot of yeah. people, so that was yeah. useful. I uh, think we need to do one again, and next time we're going to do it when you when you can make it. Well, we'll it would definitely like, be good to uh, get eight players. Why don't maybe at SteamCon we try and put like just put one on and just uh, I, like no one's playing it. Maybe we just roll one or two of, like one or two of us playing it, and we get six other people. Well, as we're at SteamCon, I figured. We've got other things to do, and I'd, and I'd hope that there was one running. Yeah, I can exactly. join into. There, there, there be one running. Well, I mean, there was. What I really wanted to do it, but it was as we've talked about before. Like, there's so seminars. many cool things happening. Mm. I want to be in the seminars. Yeah. Can't stop talking no. about Steam again. We did 20 minutes on it last time. We <laughs> we'll run one at the club again. And yeah, we've got to come down. Yeah, we did. Next time, Sam's down. Hmm. I'm up for anyone. But yeah, snake drafts for the win, and I'm pretty sure Highly that Desmond did everything. Mm. The furious, <laughs> not furious. I can't, I can't wish you fall asleep. Yeah. 
Memento's not going to stagger with the tits. Yeah. It, it is confirmed, the tits. <laughs> that is how I would define it. What's next on the list? We have Playing From Behind. <laughs> Tight number six deck. <laughs> how and when? So well, you're, you're the tactics guy. That's what my notes say. Um, it was a question from John LaFan? No, this was a suggestion from Dan. Oh. I think it so happened that Dan said it and then John LaFan asked it. Oh, really, did he? Oh, I missed that one. Oh, right, well, there you go. We can answer both. Um, it's, a bit of, it's a bit of an odd one. Cause it, I personally think it's all very situational. When you're playing from behind, when I was playing against you there, for example, mm. we, we discussed, it's the thing that I find that uh, I come across most in the games is people not understanding that they can't, that not can't, they shouldn't score. Correct. Yeah. I was just so, going to say that. Yeah. For example, if you're playing from behind, know that if you give someone a goal, it's likely they can score back. Therefore, will you be at even more of a disadvantage by scoring? I find a lot of people that are goal-driven will therefore look for a goal no matter what, mm-hmm. which is fine if the game can plan out that way. Mm. You can't just look at the one activation and think, like, oh, it's going to be okay. You need to be able to try and work it out. That's the biggest thing that I think from the playing from behind. You've got to be careful. And, and also... Game plans help this a lot now, where previously, if you were like nine momentum down, you're like, well, I've lost this. Turn next turn. The playing from behind that you get the help of now is you go, cool, I can ditch one of my low rating cards because I know I'm going to go second. Yeah, get, so a you, better, get a better buff from it, get some yeah. additional influence, get a nice like, extra movement or yeah. a better kick. It means you can nearly sacrifice a turn to know that your next turn is going to be really good. You set up something, you're like, oh, okay, cool, we're going to re- reconsider something. This player is then going to get loaded up. With a buff, like the a character gets plus one attack. Yeah. Like, that's nice. Yeah. And you can play that. Um, that's my playing from behind strats, really. It's, it's, very, it's really hard to, as a topic to talk about, I think. unless so people, situation. Unless people are asking specific situations. The other thing that I would say is, just because you're behind on a score doesn't mean you're behind in the game. If Absolutely. Someone, someone scores and they, they go 4-0 up against me, I honestly couldn't care less. If I'm kicking to them... I'm expecting to be 4-0 down before my game kicks off. Yeah, like, exactly. So, at that point, playing from behind is... To, playing from behind... My personal bit is when a character dies that you didn't expect to die. That's when you're playing from behind. When how to... You you need to know when to take momentous results even if they're not what you think you need. I momentous pushes instead of momentous damage. Just to make sure that you win to go first next turn yeah. to be able to set Wait, up Wait, you something. mean momentous pushes instead of non-momentous damage? No. So you're racking up your momentum. So you no, know, some people will have the option to do like um, damage or momentous pushes. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. sorry, yeah. Non momentous, non momentous damage or momentous pushes. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Take the result that affects your momentum, and yeah, other way around. So non momentous pushes, and momentous damage. You always take the momentous re- uh, result to, if that's what you're leaning towards to set yourself up for the next time. Agreed. I think strictly the worst had an episode where they discuss when to take a non momentous result versus a momentous result. So that's it's exactly that. It's, if you know that this turn's gone a bit to pot and yeah. you need your next turn to recover from it, make sure you focus everything in your, that turn to generate enough momentum to make sure you go first, regardless of how actually effective it is for getting you points that turn. Yeah, how many numbers you get. Also knowing how many potential influence you, you're going to be able to use. If you're behind because their captain has just six, uh, six influence activated, but they've got one momentum off of it, you know that your influence outweighs their influence so you can end up higher. So you know that you can... If you've got a one-for-one yeah. momentum swing, yeah. You With the game plans, it changes it up quite a bit because previously you basically had to just make sure that you were on a plus five or a plus six to win the result, mm. which was, that's how you added it up. 
But now you don't even need to be on a plus five or plus six if you know you're playing a plus seven card. Yeah. So it will, it's all game plan dependent now. It depends on what's Especially in your hand. if you took if you had both of the sevens and sixes in your hands, which has happened to me. Oh, that's hilarious. The other thing is it's it's pay attention and to you know what's going on in what what I'd call like the periphery of the game. It's, if you're a football player and you focus in on the ball, even if like especially if your team's able to go two two, so you could do with a couple of kills. If you've got lots of incidental damage on a few of their players, just look for the ways you can get points next turn, maybe not doing what you plan to be doing. So if you're, I don't know, 4-0 four, four down and you, you know that they've got the ball and they're probably going to score, rather than focusing on the ball, take the two kills on the players that are, say, at half health. If you're take on a team that kills. can do kills. Yeah, I know. I'm, obviously, like we said, it's all it's all situational. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. If you're on a t- like a 2-2 two, two team, take those two kills in the knowledge that, yes, they'll get the, you'll get they'll get the goal, but then you can take a snap back and then it's kind of who gets the next goal, who gets... Well, there's also the, like, setting up for the... Count, uh, the counter first turn play so by that I mean if for example you know that they've set up someone that you can't get to they've got the ball or that they've put someone in a very very strong position and it's going to take a lot of like resource to get that done go and plan to do completely the opposite somewhere else hmm. kind of the same but what I mean is so if they go first you force their hand to change their first turn Yeah. so for example they've got the ball loaded up and it's going to be they're engaging someone so they can momentously dodge and they go and score but get someone knocked down on a turn previously and set up someone to be able to be standing above them that's going to do four attacks into the next turn that could potentially kill them. Because yeah. then that means you're taking that player out of the game, they can't put influence on him and then you also then run the risk of if they don't put influence on him, don't do anything. Don't kill him. Leave yeah. him on the floor. Run away and then go and do it to someone else and basically set up their team to be playing off the back foot. Yeah, It's how I play a lot of my games and I think that's why I like flip that by playing the clock. Mm. Like That's why I like playing the clock because yeah. Well, that, I was going to come on to that. I think the clock can be... Obviously, it depends where you are when you are down. But I think trying to play with the clock isn't a bad shout when you're behind. I know I've done that. Like When I'm down, I'm thinking like that one or two point, like one mascot kill and a, point, a clock point could could tip me over the edge kind of thing. I play games where I've won 12-10. No, you have. I've gone, I've gone up to the results desk. And I'm like, so how many takeouts did you get? And I go, one. How many yeah. goals did you score? So, so what does that mean? Um, he took ten activations extra over the top, and he didn't. He didn't beat me. Is I remember that. Oh, oh that. Don't don't put the clock there as a rule set if you don't like it to be used. Yeah, it's bonkers. Or play. You have to win in forty five minutes. That is how it works. Yeah, yeah. you've got forty five minutes to win. Otherwise, funny, I'm going to run you out. Funny story that. But I, I do think that. If, I know I'm better now on the clock. I know I'm better at just. Set, if I'm behind, I'm I'm looking for a way around it. Sometimes you're like, do you know what? There just isn't. There's not a way. You can't get that player in. Stop measuring it. Stop thinking about it. You can't do it. Run them away. Put them in cover. Yeah. Put them in sentinel. Or if I'm doing backspin, you know, do something like you say for next turn that isn't obviously dangerous and clock it quick. And then they've got to start thinking. You hopefully start chipping on the clock. That's that's what, when I'm down like that. That's one of the things I. That's my go-to. Yeah. I mean, this kind of ties into, I think, one of the questions, but I'm not sure, I can't remember. We'll ties in very closely to the next topic with game plans. I think hey. we'll touch on game plans after, but the first topic of conversation we had about game plans was when the clock gets used during the game plan um, choosing. Yeah, it so was something a discussion that, that's, that's come up. A lot, of, a lot of discussion has happened about it, 
where people have decided where they think is fair. Is this is should game plans be a, a decision on the clock or yeah. and how if they well one they should be. I, I think so. They hundred percent should be because otherwise you make your decision off the clock doing your game plans while you're also deciding your influence. But I'm not really deciding my influence. Yeah. I'm just sorting my game plans. Yeah, out. I promise we won't so, judge. Yeah, there's no there's no stipulation to how long you're allowed to choose your game plan for, which yeah. is stupid. But there should also be a way to make it fair that one person isn't penalised because the other person is being slow. So it shouldn't be on a public clock, i.e. both people. It should be on a clock from a set point. You said this last time and I agree. Yeah, my resolution to this is the game gets paused like it does now when you're rolling for momentum and then as soon as the first person puts their card face down in the middle of the table... I've submitted mine. But they can't change that. If they, yeah. So they hit as the clock. As, as soon as they hit the clock, that is then set in stone. Locked not in. changing theirs, not, not doing nothing. It's then on the other person to then... Do as long as you want. Pause the clock. Yeah. Put theirs down and pause the clock. And then you resolve the same thing where you flip it over because if there's a draw, you've got to roll for it and all that yeah. crap. But that's how it should be done. Uh, because part like, of your actions during the turn should be planning what game plan you think you're going to use. JP resolves. Well done. Thank you, Steve. <laughs> Good job, us. Yeah. Um... So should we move on to game plans? Game, yeah, game plans are... Well, because we played a few games with them now, it's just our, yeah. our, our sort of slightly more informed thoughts. Yeah, I've not played many games of Guild Wars, period, but I've watched a lot with them. Yeah, you Weirdly, you have been watching a lot of games, it's true. Yeah. Been lurking. Uh, yeah. Or watching them because someone's asked, like, watch my game and then... I, I helped John quite a bit. Yeah, give me some notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so it'd be like, oh, watch my game and then let me know what you would have done or whatever. So I'll sit on the sideline and take pictures of the game. One, to be able to put up online, and then two, to be able to sit down and say to someone, in this situation, I would do X, Y, Z. Yeah. That, that, that's how I've watched most of my game. I always find it interesting as well, just to see what game plans people took, and then let them have the discussion at me, telling me why they took it, without my input. Mm. And then after the game, I'll tell them why I would have chosen maybe a different one or something like that. Well, Which, the game plans at the moment, now we've had a couple of games, I honestly think... They're still very, very new and still getting to grips with. Yeah, I'm really struggling. Absolutely. I've there's, I'm still trying to, I'm still trying to work out when you take the high momentum generating cards over the low momentum influence generators because you, I, I mean, I near enough always think that there is going to be one turn where I need a throwaway card and I always want to have a plus one influence on my throwaway card. Because you know you're going to be eight momentum yeah. up and they're not going to be able to come back from it. Oh no no no! Or I'm going to be seven down. And therefore go, well, fuck it. Yeah. I have my one. You can have my yeah. one or you can have my two. But I'm, I'm getting a bonus. Plus, I'm, I'm getting plus one influence or something like that. I'm a fan of the top and the bottom. Yeah. The, but Bet you are. There's my sex tape. There's a couple that are in the in the middle that are like the fours and stuff where they're useful to take. I mean, your ideal hand, in my opinion, is you draw the two sevens, a six, and then a two and a one. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then the best two of the one. And then you're just like, I'll have all of, all of the toys, please. Since our last discussion, or our initial discussion on the game plans, where I was kind of more towards Dan's side of the, the momentum thing is what I'm focusing on and I don't really care about the rest of it, I've come around to your way of thinking after I'm into double digits with these things now, so I've played quite a few games. I now think you take a couple of the highest ones for momentum you can for those turns you really need to win the momentum race because you need that, that turn first. So typically that's like turn two, turn three, where going first... You know, if you if mm-hmm. you even up the momentum race is really important, um, but you also want a couple of ones that are like three, two, one momentum up, give you a uh, influence bonus or gives you a very favourable for where your team plays uh, result. So, yeah. for example, if it's Brewers, the extra movement one, the, the extra kick one, 
the one that gives everyone shove the boot in or the squaddy shove the boot well, in. Look that's, how useful the plus two cool. movement on players coming back on. Exactly, when you the game. That won me the game. Because mm. Iron suddenly, once he's got quick rounded impetus, he's going 14 inches. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, With a six right. inch kick. So he's come back on the field, picked up the ball, and then gone and scored. <laughs> That's one of the models I have come up a complaint about that it doesn't not look what it does. <laughs> no, it absolutely does because what he does is he tucks up and he does like Sonic. Fuck off. So <laughs> no, like Philip looks like she does naughty things. Yeah. Shank looks like he's nimble, but he looks frail. Arlen looks like a thug. No, he looks like, like he's walking into a bar fight and he's gonna fuck your day up. He's like he does shrapper. not look like he's gonna sprint fourteen. On the fucking best of days. Yeah. There's all right, Scrapper. There's an in the New Pacific Rim Uprising movie. There's a there's a, a, a mini Jaeger who curls up into a ball and rolls about. That's what he's like. He's not. He is. He's bigger than every fucking model on the pitch. <laughs> yeah, but he's not. But he's rotund. At school, they play basketball. He's rotund, they, they Barry. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Wait, look... Did you say Barry when you were talking to him? Yeah. I was looking at you. Yeah, Barry. Then, yeah. You and you, but talking to me. Either way, that plus two movement job. was baller. Yeah. Coming on, off the Absolutely. side of the pit. You're welcome for me reminding you. Thanks. <laughs> that was good. Uh, listeners, you may just be able to uh, pick up right at the edge of your hearing there the sound of the wild Sam Page having a little snooze. He's, he's been flying a lot and he's been very busy. He so has. he's actually a guest host on the podcast, fast asleep. Because we're that excited. He's snoring really softly. It's really sweet. I didn't think anyone would be able to sleep with me sat and me. But I know, right? Giant, we you haven't exactly talking been quiet. No, Oh, and now angels are in him. Put a guinea pig on his head. No. Let him wake up with that. <laughs> like he's got like a, like a furry face hugger. I mean, human buckaroo taken to the next level, but yeah, no. Living things on him. So, <laughs> moving on. What's next on the list? <laughs> Do you want a cushion? I gave him a nest. He's woken up. Let him sleep. Let him sleep. Although we were, I, I actually oh. did genuinely want to ask him a question earlier, but... Now you're awake. Can yeah. I ask you a question? Mate, it was like a shove you I put my tongue in your ear. So you got the, you, you, you won you got the easy out there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. Do you want a tea or a coffee That's at right. some point? Do you drink coffee? No. no. Get, the, get this man a very strong espresso. I'm going to ask, but you can say you can't say. Um, when you guys were like play testing the game plans, did anyone say anything about should this be on the clock? Was that ever in the discussion? I can't remember. Right. It was a while ago. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it would have been ages ago for you guys, wouldn't it? Yeah, we think it's all new and shiny. So like, <laughs> mate, we were Last doing this, this was before SteamCon. We were doing this so long ago. <laughs> uh, game plans in a nutshell. I don't think there's much more. Uh, you know, we well, actually, no, hold on a minute, <laughs> Sam. What do you think? Because you've been asleep during this yeah. section. <laughs> <laughs> so he's starting dozing at the start of this section, so he knows actually, no, the game plan. Playing from behind, were you here for that bit? Yeah, I was here yeah, you heard that. Yeah, yeah. Game, game plan thoughts. I, I, I really like them. I think that's a cool. I, what I don't like is when I can't steal it when it's you. Yeah. You, you know, you're down four, and you somehow manage to sneak the sneak the roll, and you're like, yeah, I'm angry and the best. But that's also good because. You know, negative play experience and all that yeah. stuff yeah. but on the new one the, the, what's what's bad in the new system is where you're about even on on momentum and you're not quite sure if they still have a 7 or a 6 no, what? and you just go well, I'm going to play my 7 because I really need to go first and you play a 7 and they play a 7 and they were one of you was one influence uh, momentum up rather or then it's a roll off and it gets really intense oh the roll offs are fucking nervy as shit you're like, but I've used my 7 I've used my best one I can't lose this <laughs> yeah the the I think they're brilliant. I think they're so much better than plots and rolling. I personally, I, I yeah. love them. No, I agree. I, I think they are. 
I remember to use all my game plans. I, you can't forget to use a game plan. There's a whole section between turns for it now. Today's thing popped up that I hadn't... I suppose I considered it, but it hit home today. I took the singled out one. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a good one. Uh, but I was blacksmiths into butchers. And then I thought, well, I really don't want butchers to have singled out. <laughs> yeah. So I couldn't play it. I was like... Like, I'm looking at my players thinking, shit, I could put it on them, brilliant. Yeah, but then he puts it on, oh, I'm fucked. <laughs> That's the problem with that card. Yeah, I, so. It's like playing the four inch dodge one when you're playing against fish. Mm. So you go, um, yeah, oh, fuck. <laughs> Never catching them. Yeah, I can't remember what it's called now. Uh, it's not raised. Season initiative. It's, it's the one that's season initiative. Yeah, I was going to say, it's, it's raised the stakes for everyone. You don't need lucky for it. Yeah, it's uh, seven, seven, zero. Yeah, seven, zero. Uh, starting with the player that gains initiative, make a four inch dodge mm, with one yeah. character. I really like it. I think it's fucking hilarious. I do. You play it for a dodge where, like, I've been playing it where it's like Colossus will reposition. <laughs> a 50 what, a fifty mil base model goes... <laughs> what, what I'm interested in is how long these will play. Right, so they're introduced in Season 3. Do we get a new game plan deck at Season Ooh. 4? Do they run into Season 4? I would have then... thought they'd run into Season 4 because it seems it just seems unlikely that Steamforge would... The, the, you know, come up with the game plans, develop them, and then have a deck that only lasts for. I mean, we still assume that season four is coming at Steamcon. Yeah. We've been told it would, so that's what six months. Yeah, I, I, I would. I wouldn't yeah. think so. Yeah. I'm. I'm just throwing it out there. No, I sure. agree. I, no, it's worth I think, I think it'd be cool to have an, another deck you can alternate between. Yeah. Just a double game plans. Yeah, just to mix it up. Yeah. Variety is the spice of life. Agreed. It is life spice and the spice must flow. I, I like the idea as well of some cards going out. Like a rotation. So, so like it's a, oh, we want to chip out. So we can ro- rotate in, don't touch the hair and... Oh, no. that, that <laughs> can fuck up and die. Um, no. So, <laughs> so, but I mean, like you can chip out two of the fours and they're like, please replace these two cards with these two cards. Yeah. That would be really cool. Or what would be really interesting is... I would really like to see the day that they decide that it's an 18 card deck but you bring 9 and I bring 9. Shuffle up, go. So what? So like, there's loads of like... So like everyone picks there's 9. There's four sevens in every deck. Yeah. No, so... And it would be really interesting to see like... Or like... Guilds get their own cards. What, you mean like Gicks? Because they were so popular. No, but they get shuffled up into the middle of things. So you're playing against yeah. someone but you get dealt their card. So kind of like Big League. I wouldn't know. Yeah, yeah big, big league. You basically bought plot. Uh, oh yeah, you could buy them with your like resource points you that you earn through the game. specific plots. Yeah, I like the big league. Just I couldn't generate people to. It's getting enough people together. Yeah. To, and to play it repeatedly. And people like me. Yeah. I think the the, the, the rookie league is is that now. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm so I might look to. I think I mentioned on the podcast previously. I might look to to keep people interested and to keep it self contained and quick. Do like a rookie league in a day where mm. it's just. Eight to sixteen man, whatever. It's and just do three rounds at the yeah. Game Center. And you just go one, three, five. Yeah. And then you get to play with your yeah. silly with your silly rookie. I would be up for that, definitely. Yeah. yeah. I won't watch. I play for God's play, sake. Play man. It's Salvo, it's, your yeah. favourite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll wait till the minute rookie. You might like him when he's five. Give you a new rookie. No. Yeah, I, I reckon I reckon tier five Salvo, you're He has flurriest of bolts. Yeah, I've seen a lot. Yes. I did read that, that was funny. Yeah. But that's that's true rappable. John's trigger. <laughs> oh, yeah. Did you see the little smile? <laughs> like, I saw. Oh, I saw a glazed, faraway look in his eyes. He did some like weird Terminator-style calculating inside his head, and he ra- he ran the simulation, and he found the results favourable. <laughs> He's like, "This offering pleases me." <laughs> I'm in. Yeah, there we go. That's all right. <laughs> John's making a note. 
Lots of true repping Bull yeah. Salvo stuff. True rep for days. True rep. Smiley face. <laughs> but I think that then draws us to questions. Uh, point of order, no. Hmm? Because you have missed. Wow. Of the week. <laughs> uh, that surely we've got to mention the god tier kickstarter oh shit yeah. oh yeah, that happened. yeah, yeah, yeah. Perhaps, <laughs> perhaps you remember that that awesome thing that's happening oh, yeah, I, I didn't, didn't back it so they were I all didn't. hyped about you didn't didn't back it what would I I haven't added him to the chat group because of that he got really he got up probably salty with me Just so much amazing chat going on why, in the why are you not chat. backing it so the models are very pretty pin, I absolutely it, yeah. love the models but at the moment, I don't really have 80 quid to throw in it. I might, you know, it's, you it's only need 80 quid right now. now. You need 80 quid next week. In like two weeks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I, honestly, yeah, I might nice. do it. I mean, I should have done it right off the bat if I was going to, but <laughs> that's how I looked at it, though. <laughs> I, I sat there and went, oh. Well, I point, mean, point of order, you've missed the eight o'clock deadline to get in on the free. That was like two days ago. No, no, no it's been added each day. If, if we you look at the Kickstarter, we extended it. If, you get, oh. if we get 50 backers a day, or whatever they decide. Well, if it gets extended to tomorrow, I'll back it. Then. We extend the half task promotion. Yeah. If it gets ex- if it's extended till tomorrow, I'll back it. Mm. Well, right now, like I was very surprised when the new like first up, loving the Lady Orc Shaman. Mm-hmm. That is Rattlebone. That's the one. Love yeah. that. And when she got added to the base, the base game, so yeah. to speak, rather than an addition, I was shocked because I'm as a stretch goal. Yeah. yeah. As a str- I, I'm, I'm. I really think that pack. Is value, and this isn't me like being some sort of Steamforge fanboy. That's not me going. Fuck, that's a lot of cool mm. models for my well, money. If you saw throughout the week when the build-up was there, every single comment that there was a Steamforge employee that commented on, I would reply to it and be like, "Can anyone please tell me what the top pledge is going to be, so I could try and prep myself <laughs> yeah, for it? Get my like, ducks in a row." Yeah, mm. I was like, I know that I'm fucked this month for car insurance, so I need to try and sort myself out. And then I was promptly reminded you don't have to pay for it straight away. So I was like, fuck it, I'm in. Like, so it's done. But there was that part of me that was really worried that it was going to be really expensive. And to go all in wasn't that expensive. And now that everything is coming out of stretch goals, he's unbelievable. Mm. I was expecting to throw the money at the wall and go, oh, fuck, I've spent... It's I've, all about stuff. And you... <laughs> yeah, I've spent lots of money again and like I've got all the toys. And then I was really worried it was going to be... And here's thirty pounds more, yeah. and thirty pounds more, and thirty. Whereas pounds more. you just went straight to two hundred and forty, and then it was fine. <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> yeah. but no, no. I, I was more worried about, for example, what they're bringing out now is stretch goals. You don't have to pay for. Them. Yeah. So you just go. But I think for for me, if they do release one that I've got to pay for, I'm like, yeah, all right, I'm happy to do it. Yes, because I'm not. It's generally like twenty to forty quid at most for like the extra add-on bits. But, so yeah. one of their stuff was really, really nicely priced. I thought it was like twenty nine. It's, it's between twenty nine and twenty two, isn't it? It's been twenty five and forty. Being on the champion. I don't get me wrong. I absolutely love the models. I'm really liking the sort of heroic scale, cartoonish nature of the. And I don't say cartoonish in a bad way. I mean, they look animated. They look like cartoons or like anime style. A lot of them. It, it, they, I really love the design. I'm really big on the aesthetic, but what I've seen of the gameplay, it doesn't really appeal to me. Like it seems like it's a lot of you move a bit as first because there's two phases, obviously, and I, I admit I still don't remember too much about it. And you guys have did the freaking early uh, access kit and haven't played it yet, so I've been able to watch it. 
um, awful. Dan's played it. But it, it seems like, because you have the, your, your sort of proper movement phase where everyone moves around in positions, and then there's the second phase, which is you get to move a little bit, but then everyone starts attacking. And it seems to me like once you're locked in, that's it. Nobody else moves, and then it's just who can roll better dice. I would disagree in the sense that I think there's quite a lot of reposition abilities. Okay. Maybe, like I said, maybe I'm uninformed. Sure. Memory serves from... Um, from Because I've been not reading all the notes that people have been putting up, but I've been seeing the comments of what people are also saying. There's a lot of abilities that involve knockbacks. So it means that people aren't in the same position after they're attacked. Mm. Okay. So maybe I just need to investigate a little bit more. I mean, frankly... Invest. Investigate before I invest. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I've backed, so I've played half a game of Got It. Yeah, but you work for the fucking company, so you've got to toe the line, haven't you, man? <laughs> <laughs> I've played no games, and I'm all in. <laughs> but you two have serious problems, so don't fucking lump me in in your boat, motherfuckers. Salute's going to be broken. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> oh salute, salute next week. Although the only thing I want from Salute is the Drop Fleet Commander Destroyers. That's about the only yeah. thing I'm after. He says that now. There, there won't be room in the car. Oh, Oh, oh there, there never is. Let's not go to a Halo thing. Stop that. So, <laughs> but back to Got It. Thanks, so, Spartan Game. To clarify, I have backed, and the only ad I have made so far are the nice dice, the smoke dice. Oh, oh they did look pretty cool. I want a set of those. Yeah, so I oh, have not added the plastic champions to replace the metal ones that I have from the early access. That's fair enough. I don't think you would. I, yeah. Yeah, it, it's not in any way that I don't. <laughs> Like them because I think they're nice. But you, you already have. I've them. already got them. And yeah. If I got them, it would purely they just sit in a box. I look at it, Johnny. It's like, why would you have doubles of models? Because I need to own every single possible <laughs> skeleton. Well, I normally. <laughs> I let's not go down the side. Buy the fifty-pound box. You need a pride. To uh, clarify, you know for a fact, I'm going to have all. To I'm clarify, we're talking about the lion, not the deadly sin. Yeah. Yeah. Why would we suddenly branched off into deadly sins, Barry? I don't know. I'm just helping out the listeners. Mate, but, but we're going to need to like add signposts to every post for this thing. Like, like add our train of thought as like a flow chart. I think it'll be fucking hard to follow. But come, if people don't understand our vocabulary when we talk about thanks, we'll get on to that yeah. later. Sure. <laughs> so we should. I mean, if I haven't checked it in the last few like hours, so I don't know where we're at. Oh, you've right. made your job staying that long, have you? Yeah. <laughs> um, I did see an update for update eleven while we were talking. But I'm super loving. Is it? I can't really say it. Rattlebones. Rattlebone. Yeah, rattlebone. Loving that. Uh, you said it earlier on. Now we have an orc shaman. There is goblins, and there's an orc. You're in. I'm green skinning. Sneaky Pete. And we Sneaky are Pete, like. on. Mm. Even if they are their combo or however the game works, they are the, the worst three players to play with each other. Whatever. Don't care. You're all dead. Yeah. We're currently green at two hundred thirty-eight thousand. Have we had an update this evening? Whilst an update we're live. at 8 o'clock. So Don't just stop re- re- reciting the update. I wasn't going to recite. I just okay. wanted to see if we'd seen a picture of a new model whilst we have been here creating this amazing content. Yesterday. I like, did you see um, Matt Hart's uh, tweet? Yeah. Yeah. I quite like that. He, he I'm going to get in trouble for this. <laughs> <laughs> Will he? Is the guy who owns the company? Will he get in trouble? <laughs> Maybe. Um... But he, yeah, he basically went to Russ's. Went to Russ went. Can I see some of your like in development renders? Yeah. And then sends about just goes. People like this. I'll send more. Of course, they're gonna fucking retweet it. Mm. <laughs> For Rattlebone has to totem recall. Totem <laughs> recall. <laughs> I, I tell you what, so, I'm loving no, all the puns. Like in the last this, six months, every, all the puns I've been busted out. This shit reminds me of. So this is going back to get PC games that none of you probably ever played, but. 
for anyone that has played PC Games 4, The Ritualist from Guild Wars. If no. you look it up, basically the whole Which, point of it is yeah. that, that she summons loads of totems and stuff like that. Cool. On the cool. subject of totems and banners and stuff, I was getting a bit tilted. <laughs> and I was moaning. <laughs> it was like, when every stretch goal was just another banner that I don't give a fuck about. Yeah, I mean, they're nice, but don't get me wrong. It's nice and I want them. But it was like, I couldn't get excited I know, about you're them. only getting like 200 plus quids worth of stuff for 80 quid. So like, what's the fucking point when occasionally you're given a totem instead? Ugh. To clarify, that's not my point. The <laughs> point was to generate, I think, excitement. Like You show a, the silhouette of a new champion and you're like, wow, I'm super excited. And it, I don't know, it just felt like it could have alternated a bit. Because like, I, I could not get a hard on about a banner. <laughs> Fact. You're sitting there, flap, just whapping it, just going, come on! Get up! I mean, that was a horrible mental... <laughs> like, you just painted me a picture yeah, with like dance and yeah. that was horrible. Oh, I feel quite ill now. Like punching a fleshy snake. It was like watching you, a.k.a. Adam Devine, in that Game Over Man movie with his dick out. Oh, I'm not Adam look, Devine. Matt looks exactly and acts exactly like Adam Devine. And he's a movie on Netflix with him with his dick out. And I was like, fuck, that's Matt, it's horrible. It's not entirely our character. I haven't like been like that for many years. <laughs> I haven't done that for years. Not since uni ever had my dick out that much. No, Share it. <laughs> so... I think are we, is that everyone on God tier? We love it. We're looking forward to it. I might back it. All in. <laughs> <laughs> All in. It looks great. Worst case scenario, I've got very nice models. Mm, I love, I think, I think my favourites are the Crystal Mancer and yeah. um, the Undead Soul Blady looking dude. Yeah, love Go- Goblin. Goblin. Blade, that's Goblin. Oh. I like Sneaky Pete. Yeah, there you go. There you go. I can Titus, I've got to say. Is that the but, creamy coloured one? The big yes. Titus? Yeah. I think I, I should well. say on behalf of Dan, because I know the bit he's looking forward to is the legacy bit, which I think Rich Luxon said on one of the comments on someone's Facebook, on one of the Facebook pages, he said, like, keep your eyes peeled and stuff. So I presume that stuff will get... What do you mean by legacy? Well, wasn't that the plan? Like they sort of Is that like the league idea of it? I think so. Oh, great. So we'll see. I could be wrong. Sure, yeah. Um, next topic next topic before uh, your questions did you want to mention Vet Captain Soul well, I mean how much do you want me to mention it I'll be honest well, well I think we're do you, like, do you want my honest opinion on it well yes John I, if, any, I if there's anything I'll I want first because okay. then we'll leave we'll leave like everyone with a bit of a taste of salt in their mouth yeah. <laughs> <laughs> brilliant so I'm not someone who has entered into this whole Salt <laughs> like of salt. Just that sentence on its own. You can leave. <laughs> yeah. I'm not someone who's entered into this hole. <laughs> yeah, I've got to rethink that. Um, I, so yeah, I'm not that guy. I'm not wearing the t-shirts. I don't give a fuck. But I'm excited to have like a funny April Fool player. I thought it was really fun. Yeah. Um, and I'm, when we get the, them, si- the silly uh, April Fool's card was quite fun. Hopefully, when Sam gets back to work, you can make sure they, that our stuff gets sent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm going to play. You know, we'll have some silly games with him. I think him in a snake draft would be funny as he well. He doesn't actually play for a team. Well, no, I was going to say like I think Paul oh, not mentioned that sheet, and it's not got. Has it not got a fisherman symbol? No, it? it's question mark, isn't no, it? No, it's, uh, it's the Guildhall symbol. Oh, is it the Guildhall symbol? <gasps> she can captain any team, so you can hit off the playbook. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what does that mean? You could deploy it like a Pokemon. Idea. You could throw a salt out. It's probably just there for. It was probably just release a comical effect. Yeah, I mean the the talking like a pirate one is it's so dumb that I actually like it. Sorry, what? I didn't do this. There's um, on the back of the card. It's basically talk like Robert Newman. 
Isn't there like, isn't there a character play that you, you I think you pay one, and then you have a trait. No, I thought it was a character play. That you have to pay oh, one, yeah, and then you both now have to talk like pirates. And the first one that doesn't talk like a pirate. <laughs> oh, the other person gets a VP. Yeah, the other person gets a VP. Or is it minus one VP for the first? No, 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 the other person doesn't get a VP. Okay, so like I play it. Now we have to talk like a pirate. And the first one that isn't Captain Fucking Birdseye, <laughs> the other one guy gets a VP. Oh my fucking god! I knew you'd hate that. He would hate it. I loved all the references to you know famous pirates and pirate, yeah. and piratey uh, type movies. There's a reference. That's to fine. The That's Princess funny. Bride. The Princess Bride one I fucking love. So you love it. I love it. Sam, how about you? I think it's incredible. I love the card. I'm just, I'm just not on the fucking vet capsule hype, hype train. No. I personally, I really wanted it to actually be an April Fool's prank. Well, the I, big, what? I really wanted it to be on on the website, and you can click like order, and all it does is take you through to an Aero 404 page. Huh, fuck you, and that's idiot. all it does. <laughs> so we're on board. John, regale us. Well, I bought one. <laughs> of course you did. Yeah, but I still think it's fucking stupid. <laughs> In short, <laughs> like, I don't like it. And John is the ideal customer. Yeah. yeah, he hates it, but he'll buy it anyway. Yeah, I hate it, but I'll have one. It's fucking. This is this is um, Stockholm syndrome at its finest. It was only what nine. Quid? <laughs> I hate you. Please don't leave me. Yeah, nine quid. Fine, I'll have one because it can go on the shelf. Yeah, I'm a completionist. Yeah, completionist. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean that would be bad, wouldn't it? I mean, what, what? Uh, everything model apart from that one why because I'm bitter about the <laughs> no <laughs> that's not going to happen but note to self so you're going like, to pre-order the faithful of Sothesia soon then, no I'm going to try and find a pride somewhere else I'm going to hope that someone buys that box as a new starter pride. and really doesn't like pride sure we we are or I'll buy the box and sell all the other models. We are 99% sure because we saw a render that we will get a limited edition of that yeah, sometime, somewhere. Or an sculpt in some fashion. Can't yeah. find this card. Yeah. No, but uh, I don't like the idea. I would have preferred, like, I would have preferred it as an April Fool's joke. It would have been funnier. Yeah. Or if they'd just said it died. No, I like, like I said, she's described as being pregnant. I, I think I'm going to try and enter that possible. model in the painting competition this year. Oh, I, hate you. I think that's a good idea, though. It's, I think it's a really good model to paint, mm. especially if you do some like nice windy surf water effects yeah. around as well. It's a cool little model. There's so many other nicer models. Yeah, but it's a fun little model. One of my favourite things fun. I saw last year, one of my favourite things I saw at Salute in the painting competition was that epic scale Thunderhawk gunship that someone had painted up and put in a mini diorama flying through some forest with like a missile whizzing past it. Just like fun and silly. John doesn't do fun and silly. No, he doesn't. He's a fucking one. I did. I enjoyed the snake. <laughs> I enjoyed the snake draft. That was fun and silly. Fun and silly. Okay. I'm Veteran salt. Stupid. <laughs> I love finding out where John's line is. It's nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah apparently it's veteran yeah. salt. That's right. Next year it can be seasoned veteran captain salt. Oh, don't. That's, if the that... se- if the seasoning is actual salt on her dead and roasted carcass, I'm on board. See, that, what worries me is like I there was this a cult of salt sprung up, and it became it's a personality cult. That's <laughs> yeah. what I said. It's it became that thing, and we're at Steve Gone, and people are asking dumb questions. That's the bit that's annoying me the most. Yeah, and it, but it's like when you're at a 40k event. And someone says, "What are you getting plastic sisters?" It's like, Shut the fuck up! We're actually getting plastic yeah. sisters. All these but, two things are plastic sisters and Ben Captain Salt. All we've done is prove people <laughs> right, and it's infuriating. But, but it's just like what now? When we get the plastic sisters, there'll be something else. Now we've got veteran Captain Salt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've got that in Necromunder. But now yeah. we've got veteran Captain Salt. What will fill that vacuum of people talking nonsense? Where can the idiots go next? Veteran Captain Scum. 
No, please. <laughs> I just, I, 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 I hate when they, there'll be a, there'll be a, there'll be a massive talk, and someone will go, "We've only got enough time for two more questions." And some twat will part of the hand and say, "Where are we going, veteran captain?" Fuck like, off. Like, like, well, well, we've got it. Yeah, we've got one now. So please leave it, put it to bed, leave it to rest. Ask a useful question. We're going to get a reputation as like the podcast that hates fun. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like fun. That's not fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the same thing they said last week. Fuck off. <laughs> I'm just trying to trigger. Drive. Maybe next year, Stinker, we just go like, when you bring about squats. You're the worst. <laughs> Well, on the door of Stingless, you give us foam bats. So I ask a stupid question. Foam bats? Oh, <laughs> foam bats in like Nerf bats type yeah. yeah, I like that. I'm going to twat someone with a bat. <laughs> but no, that'll be better because it'll be like well, every time. We get... When are we getting vet cap? Like <laughs> <laughs> squeaky noise of someone bats with a bat. We had those inflatable sticks. Yeah. Oh, we did. The bam, the bam the sticks. sticks. Yeah. And sticks. I was shocked because I thought that was going to devolve into. Proper um, point of order, the first thing I did was blow them up and go ding, 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 ding for about a minute and then someone popped one. <laughs> <laughs> I so I learned my lessons very quickly. <laughs> I mean, too many jokes. That's veteran can be sort over then. I think we're done with forever. that. For a year. So shall we move on to questions? So, first question... Uh, came to us via an email. Yes, that's right. We got some emails. Shit off. Yeah. <laughs> I think... Uh, you Barry very, very happy. After my... Um, Plea. I was going to say whiny begging fit last time. Rich from Don't Touch the Beard emailed straight away. So did Dyson. So did John the Fan. Thank you for pandering to him, guys. Andy really, Howell, we really appreciate Andy it. Andy Howe was actually our first email. Congratulations, Andy. Is it Hoff? He's Howe. Oh, is he Howe? He's ah. Howe. I asked. Uh, but we had an email from Evan Hanley, and I'm presuming he is from America. Because his which, question which is America? The U.S. of America. Because ah. his question is, what is a gaming club? Can you explain the basics for those of us who are not in one? Big stick. We're going to beat you with it. Do you learn that? What? What? It's a gaming club. No, I knew, but it was just so inappropriate. Because he's just really no. Up. I don't mean you as in him specifically. I meant you as in the royal you. Theoretical people we hit with clubs. Get back in your box. Like seals. <laughs> and then we'll go to those tranquilizers. <laughs> yeah. So, what's going on? Oh, really? I suppose a gaming club is not too dissimilar to. I, I mean, I don't know you're a yank. I'm just presuming you're a yank. Because you don't know about the clubs. But imagine you go and play in your store. It's exactly what we do, except there's not the capitalist overtones of <laughs> play the games that we want to promote and sell you. And buy my stuff. Yeah. It's just here. Here, it's got a licensed bar. Yeah, I mean, that's quite unusual. But generally, over here in I the mean, UK... You say it's quite unusual. Both gaming clubs represented here. Both yeah. running venues that have a licensed yeah, bar. Yeah, true. His, his is literally a pub. True, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but ultimately, it's we don't have the space for... Well, game stores don't really exist in the way that they do over there. No. and so They're very few and far between. We have to have uh, pub event rooms. Yeah. Rooms at a football club, which is what we have. Mm. Uh, church halls, scout huts. And people, that's where the game clubs meet, and it's just... Doran's lounge. <laughs> so I mean, you can get the, the two tables in my flat. The, the alternative oh, to that is you've got the the only stores that we have that would represent what they see as their local game stores with the amount of space they probably are used to, 
are the ones that we drive up and down the country for. Like so for the likes of Element, Element and Firestorm Games and like that. Yeah, but what I mean is you can name them on your hands. Like, yeah. Compared yeah. to the Americans where they're so far spread out, they probably have to have them per <laughs> state because otherwise they're... I would point out that those gaming clubs are spread out in roughly the distance that they're spread out in the average state in America as well. <laughs> well no, like, if you're away from a big population centre, you're probably driving three hours to get a game anyway, right? I'm a big fan of um, the Myocast podcast for Infinity, and they're in Arizona, and they talk about how they've got several stores like within a sort of hour's drive that are all massive and can all hold like 64-man events. Oh, great. It's ma- you know, that's awesome. It's just they have you have they have more space there that's cheaper. <laughs> they got so many different directions to go out an hour in. Yeah, yeah. We we just don't have shop. When people have tried to do shops, you look at you know, guy. I forget the name of the shop in Croydon. Oh, Hiddleston, uh, Heroes and Legends. Yeah, yeah. You look at that. He tried, man. It, it didn't. It didn't yeah, last. there was a shop in Tolworth. There was a shop in Croydon. They yeah. both had to shut down. Yeah. You know, it so just, well, they, even Warbor had to shut down one of their shops before they got really big. Yeah, they had they had. Just, uh, one in Croydon, one in Bromley. And what's interesting is, do you think that because we have the games clubs, so people don't need, rely on the stores? Yes, that's that cases. Yeah. And ultimately, like at a games club, we turn up, we pay some subs. All of the money we pay in subs goes back into the club. Yeah. Pay a bit of rent, but we're buying terrain. Like yeah. when we're going to salute this weekend, we're going to buy bits for the club. Mm. Yeah, you know? we'll get we'll we'll see something, buy it. And then not claim the money back. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll say we bought here's a receipt yeah. for I don't know the forty pound mat we bought or the twenty pound bit of terrain we bought for the club. Yeah, yeah. Look at our forge world board. Well, I'm not going to go and buy a forge world board on my own. No, the club's bought one. Yeah, size painting it. It looks beautiful. Yeah. yeah, and I get to play on it. Um, and we could just you know we host tournaments, run mm-hmm. events, did a snake draft there. Just you know, it's just a great space. We're very lucky that we can store certain things. And, yeah, yeah. And that sort of thing, but um, the thing yeah. I would say, I think we've mentioned it before about the fact that um, Guild Ball in particular is a game that doesn't require constant investment. So it's not like maybe forty k or Magic or X Y Z. You're not constantly buying. Oh, I need an additional booster, or I want to buy. I want to go that pre-release and buy that new set box. Yeah. I want to go to uh, the launch date for that new army for forty k or the new know, codex. Can't, yeah, constantly bring out new units, new codexes, new supplements. With Guildball, the way it's set up, it's, you know, these are the teams, buy the ones you want. Or, like, the the release schedule doesn't coincide with how profitable a local game store needs to be. Yeah, exactly. Unless they have a community that is huge. But what I mean is, I nobody think does. it leads to Guildball not being something that's particularly played heavily in stores, I think. Maybe I'm wrong. I could be completely well placed. I think it's, it's seems... probably more because of where we are. Because that's I mean, fair, our, yeah, our, our narrative well. is the south of the UK, specifically very um, south London and a little bit further. Yeah. Like, and we've that... got Darksphere in town, and I ain't going into town to play. No, I'm not going into town. To yeah, play. For, for, for all honesty, when we say in town, we mean central London. Yes. yes. Well, Darksphere is literally the most central yeah. place. I yeah. mean, I think the game shop at Aldershot is too far out of town for us, but. That's a that's a good example. That's a good game store. They've got a lot of space. Well, yeah. even Bromley's what twenty minutes from here. Bit bit further from here, maybe it was, twenty minutes. It was forty-five minutes when I was living in Cookfield right. up the M25. Yeah. It's about forty minutes. From yeah, 40, but then I've got Dice Saloon, which is twenty-five minutes down the down the A23 yeah. from here. Right to new premises. Yeah, they have just moved because we've really got cool. um, Charlie Culver's event at the end. No, start of May. Yeah, um, but the thing so we've so we've reeled off a few. But the thing is, I ain't going to them because we've got the games club. Yeah. 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 I would also say that there's a lot more. Facebook has really made it pop with the, the ability to be able to have local game 
Um, I wouldn't say wouldn't call them clubs as such, but like meetup points. A pub is more than happy to let you have like the the Epsom club that we do on yeah. a Monday. Yeah. Before you guys came down, we used to do it for other stuff like D and D and everything like that, where it was just a venue that the pub was more than happy to give you space on the condition that you turn up. Yeah. So we were able to have a full mez floor upstairs, which they normally have as their function room, because they know that we're just going to go out there and play toy soldiers and games. What's that? I forget what it's called. Faraday. The Faraday. Mm. We should do that. We should do a throwdown. Like, hey, who wants to come and play us on a Monday night at the Faraday in Epsom? You will have to eat food first and then ice cream Sunday, and then we'll play. Yeah, get ready. You will have to have some pretty decent wings and, and quite good burgers. Yeah, oh, Burgers are only okay. They're only okay. Why don't we do that today? Because we wanted to watch you fall asleep next oh, to okay. guinea pigs. Fair enough. <laughs> next question. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, so next general question, because we've... I, but I, I think, think we've going back to my first line, it is exactly what you would it's get a in a games. store. But my phone... Yeah. Yeah, we don't have an axe to grind. Yeah. Take the shop away, add a bar, boom, done. Yeah. But, and ours specifically, an 18 plus policy. Because we have Correct. the bar. Because we have the bar, yeah, 18 plus only. At this point, we'd also like to mention, just in case you are from America... That when John says tar, <laughs> that is just saying thank you. That is thank you. There's probably a lot of terminology that I'll say that you don't understand. If I you're think... free to email barriers, he will be able to help you with yeah, that. Robert, I don't think we use across. that much slang that anyone, certainly anyone in England will understand, but I do think sometimes we probably say things that Americans wouldn't necessarily understand. I think that's true. I've been caught out a few times with that. Yeah. But um, most, most notably, if everyone wants to watch Toy Hunter, the episode of Toy Hunter I'm in, when I'm saying, oh, that's a ton. And he's like, yes, what's fine. a ton? What's a ton? And then he started going, I'll give you three tons. And he's like, no, it doesn't work like that. It's not how it works, mate. She's not understanding. But that's an aside. Um, <laughs> Tangent. <laughs> Dude, that's what we're all about. Come yeah, on, what, what was it? Jamie Giblin had to correct, had to answer the question. <laughs> I, was at, I think I was at work at the time. And so he, uh, I, I can't remember what I said. Question, wasn't yeah, it? I said something. And then he replied. Gave Matt Knott said, yeah. Yeah, so I said to him, oh, tart. And he just put tar question mark. And I'd, I'd gone at this point. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, was, I, was, right. I was at work doing something. And then Jamie Gidman was like, tar means thank you. Yeah. And I was like, oh, she's given it. I'm very common, sorry. <laughs> yeah, something like that. But, um, next question is from Mr. Charlie Culver, friend of the show. We have seen the first three Exile cards and generally they have been well received with players of all three teams in question set to make room in their ten, Ooh. if not the starting six. Given that, have you started planning against them what if any counter tech are you looking to employ with your respective competitive guilds? Just run the fuck away from Decimate. <laughs> to clarify, yeah, my, my, my competitive. What is your competitive guild right now? Uh, I mean, I've not played this year, so it's either fish or blacksmiths. Right. You were loving your smiths when we played mm-hmm. last year. But I do love the fish. I was going to say, I yeah. count as a fish player. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. still a fish player at heart. So as a fish player just run away run the fuck away play, play back captain so win there you go yeah. nailed it yeah <laughs> triple push triple. <laughs> I'm just winding him up now John's gone let's make can have a double push and two I got triple dodge triple push yeah that was that saying. was the result I loved yeah. <laughs> triple dodge triple push <laughs> 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 and then pay for the weather they go yeah <laughs> um, my, yeah my, my anti most things tech is to include that decimate in my team. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, throw yeah, out, just deal with Throw it. out some tapper, throw out a little bit like Hooper and Speed getting involved and it's just like, yeah, okay, I'm playing a 13 influence, 15 effective influence team with four two-inch melees, three two-inch tough hide models. Yeah. So your counter up. tech yeah. is to use them. But yeah, my, yeah, that, that's it. Do you, does Hooper have a place in a team with that decimate? Yes, I think so. Interesting. Be- so for me, I think you can drop him because mm. you can you can bring in she does uh, what he does but better uh, yeah, yeah but so the, the, uh, reason I, the reason I like it though 
is the vet decimate is able to do the pushes and get out of the position that Hooper does it in. Yeah. Like it does it from further away. So you can do the uh, knockdown stagger, push, push, dodge, dodge, effectively. Yeah. And therefore be, like Hooper's like, I'm now in the open, where <laughs> Decimate's like, Haha, four inches away. Yeah. So I like, I still think Hooper has a place because A, it's another tough hide model you can represent. Yeah. B, it's a, it's a, he's a model with a way to clear his conditions that also buffs his tag and does not mean he I can't clear conditions again later. Mm-hmm. So he plays well into things like, say, Alchemist, even with Defense 3 and stuff. He, he can get himself up and not worry about being on fire and knocked down. Um, when he gets up and he's tag 7 doing extra damage against people who are on their arse and decimates set up someone already at the top of the turn mm. then knocked down staggered and she's done 6 damage into them and then he walks in and puts in I don't know 3 lots of 4 damage Yeah, that's a 1-2 punch that you can just easily take someone out with okay. so and also throwing it, like even if you give him 1 and he can't get in the action throwing tough skill to someone like decimate or spigger mm. or actually no more to the point Friday yeah like leaving Friday as a, if she's in cover and being sung on by Esther six two in cover with the ball <laughs> I can't have it this turn um, something like that yeah. I, I think he still has a place but I do to a point agree with the fact that he's he's you can drop him for other people now yes you can bring in say I don't know you might want to bring in Mash for a bit more footballing although I, lot, I know a lot of people don't particularly like Mash I think over here he's played a bit more than he is in the States um, I think Quite like the idea of putting Lucky in that slot mm. more. I like Lucky. Having Mom 2 on 2, which is effectively Mom 3 on 2 under Tapper. Yeah. The, he can gain the extra influence if you go second. And the 4-inch dodge is funny to have for the odd time you actually get a goal off of it. Yeah. I think he does some nice things. Sorry, I'll, I'll stop round. So round back to... No, no, it was a question about yeah, how like would it. you use them. It was yeah. fine. I mean, at the moment I don't have my toy, so I can't use my toy against everyone else's toys, but I'm yeah. sure my day will come. Right, um, you'll, you'll see it. May yeah, at the absolute latest exactly. Um, I just think at the moment, Gutter is another butcher. It's it, the tech hasn't changed for Gutter. Yeah, I was gut, say gut, that. Gutter is the, the it's a two inch melee butcher. Therefore, deal with it how you deal work. with yeah. her by killing her before she kills you. I was going to say yeah, which is exactly like, same way. I just disarm her, like add shrug and weak point yeah. her. Yeah, Fine. she doesn't like that. Try and have um, well, Minx. I think if she's down to tack. Was she tack five? Tack five like, down to three. Yeah. Hmm? I was just thinking, like, if I disarm her, she goes from tack five to tack three. Oh, and then you're laughing. Yeah, yeah, and I've still got generally one point of armor. Yeah. Yeah, and then, then, you, then you're laughing. With, um, I think Decimate is dealt with by knocking down. Yes. Yes. The, the three the three one really plays to become a two one and then just get more dice. The yeah. More dice, 14 yeah. hitboxes, stuff I don't like. Get like her ass. The, the, I think Minx, Minx is the hardest to deal with. Minx is the one that. So far. No, I mean. You one shot her at the start of the activation. For me, <laughs> for me, yeah. it's not an issue because of how close together my team plays. Mm. So therefore, if she wants to engage one, she's going to be engaging a couple, maybe one or two. Mm-hmm. If she then engages more than that, she's someone else kills her. Yeah, or push dodges them away or whatever. Like the thing that I really like, I think people are going to fuck up with her is it's people inside her uh, melee right. zone that you get the extra influence for. So I like the idea of like velocity taking charge and just attacking and push dodging her just outside of two of everyone else that's yeah. useful and then them going I can charge velocity better <laughs> cool sure crack on mm. cool well, she's nimble yeah. <laughs> nimble that fuck and go on. Crack, yeah. crack on lad like uh, I think the best response to Minx is to deal with her by not dealing with her I mean or, or to be fair having someone that can push her 
So her melee is no longer yeah. a problem. Yeah. Well, she's 4-1 with 12 hitboxes. She's going to die to a stiff breeze. Mm. There is that as well. If you get her before your damage, she, she's really easy to take. Someone out. like Hammer, Vet Rage, Ox, Fillet, Superstar Captains. Here we go. Yeah, you're six stacks. Just six acts and yeah. walk through like cheese. Yeah. Tap her with a knockdown on two. Once she's a three-one on the ground, he's hitting one three. One, well, probably four at that point. But yeah. Just take her out first activation. Don't even give her the ch- chance to get to five yeah. one. Well, that makes it interesting because we. It could be argued she's got to go early doors mm. because you need her to set up. Depending on the situation, is she even someone who has to go before Theron? Because I know, obviously, te- generally your six stack captain is your first activation. Maybe that's not always I the case, but it's generally. I kind of want her to go. My last. It depends. Well, it depends on the situation. <laughs> it depends on what, last? what you've got. All of your toys stay until the end. <laughs> Mom three double push. Back to Mom that's three why I'm not. That's why I'm not a good, as good a player, John. For now, I think that's all we can say because we just haven't had the games. Yeah, I think we still need some more, Charlie. Um, more games, Charlie, is what I Also, mean. Mr. John LaFan emailed us at rollbetterpodcast.gmail.com. And said, how would you guys advise new players to deal with being down on points and losing the scrum? Because getting beaten like Vegeta fighting Perfect Cell gets really annoying. Throwing another DBZ reference in since I get good threw scrub. one out last time. Get good scrub. Thanks. Yeah. Thank God you're here. Yeah. Um, well, we talked a little bit about... Yeah, yeah. I think, I think totally about that. The main thing I say for new players, though, is know when you don't need to score if you have the ball. That's literally like the one yeah. standpoint I would say. is. He's saying and losing the scrum. I suppose it's run the fucking way. I don't know. No, losing the scrum, making sure you know, predicting who's going to die and knowing how much influence you have to put on someone to force their death. Sure. So knowing how you balance out, uh, I've got a knock, for him, because he's playing Hunters, I've got a knock down Hearn that's going to die. If I put nothing on him, he's useless. So I have to put one limb to threaten to therefore they kill him and all that crap. Yeah. Knowing how much that you can sacrifice to then still be useful. I also wouldn't be afraid of Running like disengaging from a fight. Yeah, if you can, just bail. Just, just just bail. Get get back and get out of a scrum. You're that's not favourable to you. Yeah. Or take yeah. Well, I guess on that is taking a parting blow. Yeah. Learning when you can take a parting blow. I've seen so many countless times where people will take a minus one dice because they're engaged by velocity. And yeah. I'm pissing myself laughing at this point. Because it's when we played at um, Masters, the number of times I was just like, oh, it's hoist or I've lost it, or I'm just fucking walking away. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. it's not worth it. I'll take the one or the two and kill my cat. But to the other point, I'll take the one or two damage and I'll walk off and I'll go do something yeah. useful. Mm-hmm. Who cares about this prick? No, knowing your opponent's cards and what you can walk away from is a big thing. Yeah. I think that's an excellent point. Uh, the next part of this question uh, What is frowned upon in the community while playing at a competitive, I think you mean competitive event, uh, except take measures? Yeah, take measures. Take measures aren't frowned upon by everybody because people use them. I frown upon take measures because I think they they got awful. I'm fine with people using them as like, uh, oh, I know, I know, I need to be like 18 inches for this roll thing. Just that's 18. That's fine. I'm happy for them to use take measures to measure their widgets to make sure they're the right size, but otherwise put them back in your box. Yeah, I don't like saying, okay, I'm going to move six and then putting the six out, moving. He's saying sort of accept accept take measures. I know, but he's put me on tilt now. He's mentioned take measures. So what's frowned upon? I mean, I would say. The picking up of the model, yeah. When they put it down, they go, "Actually, sorry, can I put it back?" And it's like, "Well, no, no, because you didn't." Yeah. This is like when we talked about clean play, mm. clean, clean play intent. Mm. Not playing clean is what I would say is frowned upon. I so, well, certain things that I, I don't like. This is going to be a sound. It might be controversial. Shock. Um, really? The thin no. widgets. Okay. I really dislike the thin widgets. Oh, what measuring? What I'd call a measuring stick. Yeah, like the, uh, the art of all ones. Yeah, yeah, I love those. 
I really dislike them because people can't use them properly. I oh, that, I know what you mean. That, so that's not the stick fault. That's the. I agree. No, but then I find it very uncomfortable to have to yeah. have that conversation with someone. Yeah. Would you like me to show you how to use your tools? Yeah. Because then they sit there and get really offended when I tell them that that's not how circles work. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, oh, it's like, very yes. challenging to yes. say. Yeah, 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 they're yeah, like, yeah. oh look, I'm within uh, from my base. I can score. You're like, no, because that's not how a circle would. Your, your base you isn't going to end there. Yeah. That's not how it works. And so then someone will go like, I've not had conflict as such, but having. I would suggest for for newer for newer players maybe this is potential this is aimed at competitive level. I I think that the wider widgets the ones that are the same space Base size widget. as the, the, the the muse ones. Yeah. Well, and the steppers. And steppers. I was about to say. Yeah. That on Which top of that, will do as well. on top of that, the steppers and the most important thing in the game is proxy bases. Yes. Proxy, proxy bases. bases are insane. Yeah. But also ordering of things. The, the we, we still have major, major grief with the charging sequencing, mm. in my opinion. Agreed. Declaring a charge, declaring a counter-attack and a defensive stance is still something that bugs me. It's, well, it's one that people always get wrong. They go, I'm yeah, going to charge weird. and charge. and this, I declare a charge, would you like to declare any? But do, you have exactly. any do you have any response? I, I find that people don't. don't yeah. I was like, one of those people until recently. Yeah. Till I, well, till I start working for Steamforge, you know, yeah. no, no, you have to play properly. You have to play properly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yes, well, Sam. Our, our club's yeah. weird because I think we just all assume the the chart. I mean, I don't know. The, the it was it was before this. This book has the flow chart in it. Yeah. Which we didn't have before, and for some we just got it in our heads that we give people the option because that seems how it was fair and how it worked. Then the flowchart comes along and it's clear that it's like, well, actually, you have to declare these before I end my movement. Mm-hmm. So you've got to decide, am I going to come in or not? What's your decision? Yeah. But that, I mean, for me, going back to your one, it's, it's similar, but it's the one where people get their widget, the end of a widget that's one inch, and kind of move it and then twist it and twist it. Like <laughs> that one. does my fucking and you And it's like you've just yeah. gone round three bases and there's no physical way your model... Can get around, around yeah. other people's bases, like. Oh, that's why whenever that's I'm, the thing that gets I'll, I'll often have my spare players out because they're obviously as proxy bases because they're easy to pick up. And then you just go one, two, three, mm. four, five. Um. Yeah, I like that actually. Fair enough. Hold on, I like that. The um. Yeah, it's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah, the the wig, the wiggling round. The wiggling round does my head in. The picking up a model before you even know what you're doing with it annoys me. Mm. But, yeah. Or, well, one thing that we've had in the past is tracking damage as well. Yes. For a new player, to get yourself into the mindset of it, I've said this multiple times, have their set of cards and track their damage for them. Mm. And then if they get it wrong, the way that people mark their damage on the bottom of their card is also a thing, I find. Because the way that I mark damage on my characters is how people read it out to me. So, uh, you yes, know where same. there's like, say there's 14 hitboxes, yeah. I don't do 14 dots to show that I'm 14 damage. If I've taken a 3 and then a 1, I draw a 3 line, and then I do a, a 1 dot, exactly. or I do a 3 line and a 2 line, because so then, I know where they've taken it. If there's any arguments for damage, I can then turn around and say, well no, you did 3 there, 1 there, you 3 there, 1 there, and that's why when I was learning and I was doing the damage against people, mm. someone would say, no, I've got, I've got 1 health left, and I'd be like, no, you're dead. And then we'll go for the, no, I didn't, I'm like, well cool, I dead bolted you. I blasted Earth, did blasted Earth, and then this happened, this happened. 
and you're able to basically nearly circle the damage and be like, yeah. So take it off. Mm. I I know that I don't have a memory good enough for that. So I've been mar- I do my marking my damage as you do now, but it don't fucking help me. I'm like I ain't got a clue. I'm probably on about this. Yeah, roughly seven. <laughs> I ain't got a clue. No, I, I yeah. clarity of. No, I don't really think there's much else. The competitive edge no, of it is. Um, I think that's about right. Yeah, the thing that annoys me. We don't me need to people misusing <laughs> widgets. Yeah, and the kick template, which we talked about earlier. When people like certainly on the kickoff, they go right. Here's my model. I put the ball down, and then they put the token, like the 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 scatter, where they want it to be. Yeah. Not where it should be. Should be. Yeah. Not but straight from the model when you go. Sorry, you can't actually do that because oh yeah, but I want it so that I'm okay on the four. So that's great, but well, that's, yeah, that's not how it works. That's fine. It's physically not how this game works. So yeah, the placement of templates and widgets, I would say for me. Next question. Next Jonathan. question, Jonathan. Uh, hold on. Is you have one job. He was, he was <sighs> fucking looking at other things he on his phone. Telling about widgets. I'm trying to sell Warhammer. Um, so Andrew Nye asks, with talks of using. The timer on the game plan phase. What are your thoughts on the matter? Touched on this earlier. Yeah, we covered yeah. that. Oh, it should be on the clock. Um, I think he was asleep. Oh, yeah, you were asleep. For you this were asleep. Was I asleep? It would be I'll, interesting I'll... to know the Steamforge response. Yeah. I mean, I'll give you my personal response. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. He's a friend of the show, Sam Page. Yeah. I think as as people learn it, it becomes second nature, and you won't even notice the clock time. Yeah. Um, I think because people are still trying to game the shit out of them, that's why they're taking ages. Yeah. Um, I've not had any issues using them yeah, fair enough. on the clock Okay. many games I've played. Oh, no, I, I, so I understand. Our, our, at the but moment, our opinion a... is, it's not on the clock. As soon as one of you has decided, you put it on the table and it's then locked in and then you tap the clock to the other person. They then put theirs down and pause yeah. to reveal. Mm-hmm. So the reason for that yeah. is, there's the extreme circumstance that you might lose a second or two if your opponent is being a gamey cunt because they're going, you're taking ages, therefore slam, bang. Yeah. And they're trying to put you on the clock. But there is going to be that person that sits there and debates for 30, 40 seconds. Where that guy and shouldn't be allowed to do his playing their turn. He should be allowed five or six or seven, whatever, yeah. to be able to choose what he wants, which is fine. Yeah. So that's that's where that comes in. Well, we've already spoke about that, but that's our, that's our view. Thanks, Andrew. That. Yep. Um, Ed says, do tranquilizers work on Matt? And if so, have you tried using them? If not, will you? If I've not, been under the why? effect of the tranquilizer today. I was going <laughs> to say, I said those in your drink earlier. Yeah. Sa- Sam's tranquilizer was jet lag. Um, Did that drink taste like Rohypnol? <laughs> I don't know. For Matt, I, I said I said to Ed, they don't. They just bring me down to the level of a normal person. I gave him hot chocolate. He's tried. Just gave him a very yeah warm and soothing hot chocolate. Um, it's just sugar, mate. Mike Pollard, what are your thoughts on how the ball is measured? Should it be from the front of the base to the or to the front of the base? Also, please it plug should. jumpers for Gilpost Five. I will do that very shortly. It should be consistent, however you do it. Yeah, I mean, always to the centre, always to the back. Yeah, it doesn't matter front. where you measure it from, as long as you're consistent. Mm. I. It's something that the clarity would be nice on so it's uniform against yeah. everyone so you don't have to have the conversation at the start but I think it should be it shouldn't it shouldn't be the centre because that's very easily skewed skewed yeah it should be the front or the back yes and it's it, it's easier to do it to the back because then you can put a widget say six inches directly between the two bases and you know it's exactly six no it should be done to the front of the base because that's how every other model in the game moves I know but I'm just saying for if yeah, all right, I understand fine. the clarity. I understand. Oh, no, actually, no, because then yeah, you're absolutely right. Because you yeah. just put the thing down, and you tilt it up, and you put the ball there, and you yeah. go there. It's gone six. Just like how we learn to use widgets for every other model in the game. Absolutely, yeah. that's how it should be done. Yeah. Um, the, Get back on your tracks. Should it be from the front of the base? Yes, it should be from the front of the base. If people don't want to do it from the front of the base, yeah, they're, yes. they're wrong. So, well, they're not wrong. It's currently from the centre, but they're 
you know what I mean. They should be wrong. Also, Pittsburgh <laughs> jumped to the Cup was five, May the 12th. I haven't signed up yet, but yeah. the one thing I would say is the jumpers tournaments have been some of the most fun tournaments I've been to. And I'm really keen really to go nice to because I've missed every other one. It's just happened at just the wrong time. Really nice people, really nice venue, really nice kebab shop. There you go. Really good. It takes Triple all, threat. It takes so, all the boxes for all the things. So jumpers are yours at five. May the 12th. I think they sold like half their tickets at the moment, so there is still some there. I believe it's £15. Something like that. Something like that. I can play. Yeah. Really nice guys. Really nice venue. I, if you haven't signed up, I would suggest and, doing I'm, so. Are they, is, it, it, I think, is it officially Maidstone? Is that where it is? I think it's yeah. somewhere. It's Kent Way, but... I'm thinking of it. It's between um, Blood, Sweat and Beers 2 in Bryan and Vengeance. Is that yeah. weekend in between? So it would mean three weekends at Gilbert on the trot, which is pretty intense, but it what can be fun. What Vengeance? 18th. No, well, the 19th, 20th. Yeah. Oh, good. But, <laughs> but, I've, but it's, it's Dyson's birthday uh, shindig on the 12th. So it would mean get, you know, finishing, and then the second prize and everything is I'm razzing it back to uh, go out and get shit-faced. I still don't know why I haven't signed up for it yet. Because I, I think it's worked out that not many Spartans are going. Oh. Basically, at the moment, it's pretty much just me who's playing to go. Oh, okay. I will see. I, I think it might just be because of the whole vengeance thing. Yeah, it's that weekend between. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm on the fence, but I would suggest going if you have the time spare. Especially, yeah. as you know, the one thing that you do need to know about them is that they have got a vengeance ticket as part of the prize. Do they? Yeah. Are Ooh. you sure that isn't that the heroic throwdown? That's the heroic throwdown. I'm pretty sure they've got one as well. Oh, they might do as well. I know the heroic throwdown on the 28th of April or whatever it is. Let me have, check, because otherwise I've advertised them as having have a ticket. Have a ticket to Vengeance as their prize. Yeah. The ceremony spot. So while we're waiting for John, yeah, on the subject yeah. of Vengeance, mm. Yeah. W- what guilds are people taking? Brewers. Blacksmiths. Depends how good Harry is. <laughs> Engineers, probably. <laughs> Engineers, yeah. I can't imagine her being crap, because the three we've seen so far are pretty great. So yeah. I imagine John will look at her and go, yeah, well, that's enough to make me keep playing Engineers. It's going to take a lot to get him off them. Yeah, he's been saying he's going to switch to Alks for ages, but he hasn't done it. Yeah. I said he was going to switch to Alks, I said he was going to switch to... But definitely like, maybe more switch to, to Brewers. Yeah, I might even paint up some Brewers. Paint up your bloody butchers. I haven't got any. Build them. I, I thought you had some. I've got, I've got, got the old couple. <sighs> Fair enough. I've got... You can of, borrow mine if you want. If you want to play them, you can borrow my butchers for Vengeance. Maybe. Oh yeah, I've got them. Sorted. Right. Yeah, it was a heroic throwdown as you can see the other one. But still, no practice. Go to jump. this one. Go to Jumpers Five. I like this one. Cool. Yeah. There you go. Kebab wraps are amazing. Yes. Gingel endorsed. Confirmed. Um oh, I've lost the fucking question. Oh for fuck's sake, John. One no, I've gone back, gone back. Hey. So Paul, what was what are your thoughts on veteran captain? So uh, what <laughs> fun rules would you have given her? I think, don't I, say anything. We, I think we've covered that. Don't let's not let John say John off again. We like her. We love her. It's a bit of fun. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll give Paul my version of veteran captain salt when I get in back in the office. On <laughs> <That's fine. laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm going to write one up as well. Are you? Yep. Go on then. I'll, I'll write one up while I'm at work. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I won't like it. it. I look forward like to it. it. My doodles from work are normally humorous. I love um, John's sort of scribbled out uh, plays of a Gilball pitch that he scribbles out on a post-it and then posts up like um, and they look like plays that you'd see on like an American football team's like play sheet. He gets my banner. So it's like it's like little circles with arrows pointing and then crosses for where the blocks are. 
And he, to him, I think it makes sense. But when you look at it, it is just like a doctor's prescription. No, it's, yeah. there's no, there's no sense to be made. It, it makes all the senses. <laughs> uh, John Boone, if the show is not reasonable length, we riot. Don't please, please don't riot. I think it's probably um, not. How much? We, what are we on, Barry? Uh, just about to hit the two-hour mark. <laughs> oh, and actually, that's pretty good. That's about what we were aiming for. Chad, late question. What is your favourite game mechanic? I.e., what sort of buff, debuff, interaction do you like having access to? The result. The, the result. <laughs> and, if, and if you've got to design a player or character play trait centred on this mechanic, how would it work? Design a player or character That's play. quite a big question. Ooh, that's that a big ask. And then he sarcastically put the one, small question, easy to answer, right? Yeah. <laughs> No. Well, for, for my, my sort of favourite result is the result. It's the knockdown stagger. F- momentous <laughs> knockdown stagger on Vet Decimate. And as far as you like, design a character would be Vet Decimate. You're not far wrong. I, I didn't know I wanted it until I saw it. Then I was just like, this is what I've always wanted. Mm. Um, yeah, Veteran Captain Salt is my favourite character. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> John's taking his glasses off and he's rubbing his face. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the glasses are back on. I don't know. <laughs> I yeah, wanted horn. So I came up with a fun idea, and I have no idea how it would work. I just wanted well, to see. We'll it. be the judge of that. Yeah, like I said, I have no idea how it would work. So um, Minx's traps initially. I instead of traps, I wanted to see something like little little obelisks, um, and they're like um, uh, bouncy pads. So she could she could run into them, and if touching one, make a dodge four inches as long as the or a dodge to the next one as long as it was in X number of inches of that first one. How is pinball huntery? Because it's just fucking funny. She's just bouncing from thing to thing. Like, to get I like the system. idea of an obelisk that you can pass the ball off of. Yeah, like, ba- all right. Get fine. around line like, and get around line of signs. You chuck an obelisk down, so you, I can't see you because you'd be on the ball path, so therefore, ping, ping. Yeah. I've got to say. I like that. I like that. Yeah. I like fine. That. No, actually, no, I do know which one I would have because I've talked about it before. Okay. Um, I would like a version, instead of uh, anatomical or anything like that, it's the... You deal damage as condition damage to yeah. inherently get around tough hide. Your um, I would like prostitute to uh, guild, not where well, <laughs> I first thought. The actual, the actual seamstress is yeah. the people who so make like, clothes. The idea that the it could be called puncturing or something like that. So instead of anatomical, which I my mind is they get into the into the groove of your arm or whatever like that. Yeah, puncturing would literally be so it's like needles, ignores tough hide, just deals damage as poison damage or whatever. Like blades of the dead. Exactly. Something like that. Yeah, I like that's. I would like that, and then would you? How would a mechanic be built around it? I would like now that we're seeing a lot of the minor guilds being built around something new, i.e., the disease condition. Um, I'm hoping the falconers get cool shit, and then one of the other designs could be like this puncturing idea, getting around tough hide, be quite cool. Yeah, because that's going to be the engineers' minor guild. A right? footbally team that gets around tough hide or deals Ooh. extra damage those with tough hide stuff like that. I'd love to see a mechanic that goes through reanimate. Well, let's not. Let's not go too far. <laughs> yeah, this man plays a long mechanic. Yeah, Let's not exactly. go too far. What about someone who can weaponise the ball? Well, well, funny if you. So we already have that. Oh, re- oh no, bridge. Well, no, we've got OCAT as well. Long, long, not long bomb. The other seismic one. kick. Seismic kick. And funnily enough, yeah, that was going to be one of the ones I mentioned. Because oh, I'm sorry, Barry. Sorry. There's three plays in my head that I really like, or three effects. So I love the disarm because when people disarm come in good. confidently. Yeah. You give them a counter-attack disarm, or you charge in and disarm, and you're like, well, what are you going to do now, bitch? I love that. Where'd they go? Because it's just so powerful, and it can get you goals from nowhere, and to a lesser extent, acrobatic. And then I was exactly thinking, I used to love that. If you could get that line, and you could knock a couple people down with the ball. 
quite like weaponizing the ball. But you, I mean, that's your phrase, but it is the phrase. I think I'd quite like to have a team that did that. I was also thinking along the lines of either the holy hand grenade type deal where they kick it and it just, poof, and yeah. it just explodes. Or, I don't know, if it's a big weighty ball, they clip a chain to it and use it like a freaking morning star, something <laughs> like that. I like the idea of kicking the ball at a player and a result happens and it's possible they get the ball when you fucked up, but it's also possible that you hurt them or knock them down or do something. quite like that. Just pass the ball yeah. around purely for damage. I quite like that. So that's my answer. Are you good? There we go. That's all the questions that I have. Nailed it. Uh, you had a couple, didn't you? You had Gubs, didn't you? It's not on Gubs. Oh. We've got lots of likes. No, no, there's no question. No one there. liked us. The questions uh, all came on the Roll Better page. John Boone emailed us. Hey, Booner. And he said, with talk of game plan cards being on clock, what are your thoughts on your podcast being on the clock? <laughs> <laughs> and has the chess clock been built yet that can take on the job? Loves no. hugs and kisses, John Boone. Oh, friend of the show, John Boone. Friend of the show, John Boone. Is it Living Pallet? Living Pallet? Yes. Which is His commissions are Living Pallet. Um, I, I, I don't know what to say. We're not going to put this on the clock. We already do. And the I clock actually is think that long. might be quite funny. One episode, we do it, and we have chess clocks, and we each get, we'll say, right, we each get X amount of time to be discussed. <laughs> and if you're talking, you've got to press the clock. And, you, and once he's out, you're out. Half so, an hour. So Matt will be done oh, in like hell. 34 minutes. Oh, and then we can just talk on. and just get on with it. That oh. would actually be quite funny. Yeah. Shit. Actually, we still need some ideas for our, um, like, was it 10th one we were going to do something special for? Yeah. We've got a couple of ideas yeah. for that. Yeah. So we got, we're throwing around some, uh, throwing some shapes, throwing some ideas around. Some fruity ones. But I think that might Cheeky. be us. What about the name for this? Yeah. Ah, oh. the email suggesting email the name for John's house, Casa Because we've got Parish. Gingel's Gaming Emporium. Gingel's Gaming Emporium exists. Mm. So we actually have had two, count them, two, two suggestions. Two, two, two suggestions. The first one was from Andy Howe, and it was our first ever email ever, <laughs> which is cool. And his suggestion is Parish's Podcast Paradise. I love alliteration. Yeah, I love it. It's good. And I'll send that when you're drunk. <laughs> Pause and with the recording. <laughs> and the next one is from Peter of the Community Ed Churchman. And I do like it. I like it. Uh, his suggestion is this should be called The Parish of Banterbury. It, I mean, it's a, str- it's a strong one. It's a it's strong one. Say. Hashtag BTV. So of those, <laughs> of those two... Which are you leaning towards right now? It's going because it's going on a sign over the door, mate. We've, we've got we've got, <laughs> we've got the paint and the wood well, here already. I'm hoping that now people have. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is Angel. <laughs> now people have heard those two. Maybe we'll get some more. Yeah. Uh, entrance into the. What should we call John's flat competition? I mean, I don't think we're going to get much better than the parish of Don't forget, it's my flat too. Uh, not in terms of. The yeah, but you don't get a vote in this. This is like pre 1950s Guildball. You give her a t shirt, she thinks she can, like, name <laughs> <laughs> oh We've been so fucking misogynistic. <laughs> that was, I just said that to a chap. There's no, there's no sexism there. Um, Alright, Angel, but you've got to write us an email. <laughs> <laughs> we need more emails. Barry keeps very happy. It does keep me happy. Um, cool. Well, Sam. 
Thank you for joining us for at least half of it. Yeah, that's all right. My pleasure. Thank he was there I think he only like he lost like a few snippets where he yeah, off. Well, yeah. I don't. I don't remember half of it. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, uh, well, yeah, nice to see you. And yes. we shall hopefully try and get you on when Dan's here one time. Yeah, <laughs> prove that we're not what the same. The same. <laughs> yeah, person. you don't just wear a Dan suit. Yeah. Um, but I, I think on that note, I think that's it. We don't need to plug anything else, do we? I don't, don't think so. I think we need to plug in. We're probably forgetting something, but we're well, we Jumpers time. 5, everyone needs to sign up for. Vengeance, we're all looking forward to. Uh, Me and Dan will both If you haven't Avengers. got a ticket, buy a ticket. <laughs> Avengers, right? <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't got a ticket for Avengers, just turn up, you'll uh, get one. Get in on the God tier Kickstarter. Yes, okay, Matt. fine. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, with that, I think we should just say, please do roll better. <laughs> <laughs>